0: Oh, what is up? Welcome to Bringing the Backups. I'm your host, Eric Helwig. On the show today, Lucas Zachary Hazlitt is my guest. You can follow him at Lucas Zachary Hazlitt on Instagram. We're also talking about backup quarterback Frank Reich. Uh, you know what he did with the Bills. We'll go through his career a little bit. It's a fun interview. I want to give you guys a couple tour dates. I have coming up here, Uh, you can see me on January 19th at the Comedy Chateau, uh, on January 22nd in Idaho at the uh, Holiday Inn, I'm at some hotel there, I don't know, it's all on my website, and then you'll see me in the Tower City Comedy Festival if you live around Paris, Texas, uh, starting on January 27th, 28th and 29th, I have various shows in there, possibly adding a couple club dates as well. So. Keep tuned on erichelwig.com for any info with the touring. Uh, you can also support my show here. What's the best way to do that? I don't know. You can follow us on Instagram or Twitter. Those handles will always be in the uh, in the show notes here. You can leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Follow me on YouTube, youtube.com slash erichelwig. Or just call into the show. 323 716 6072 6, for the Bringing the Backups Hotline. One more time, that's 323 716 6072. 6, Thank you to everybody that called in last week. It was great to take your calls on this show. You'll hear me do it with Lucas in a bit here. That's all for me for now. Enjoy the show. Grab your gear and lace it up. Oh, it's bringing the backups, and uh, I'm recording this at 11 p.m. on Monday, January 17th. Happy Martin Luther King Day to everybody. My voice sounds a little weird. It's because I'm, I'm trying to not be too loud because my wife is sleeping a room away, and uh, if she comes in here and looks at me, it's it's not going to be good. So I'm going to do this front part of the podcast really quick, probably like three or four minutes, and I want to get right into my interview with uh, my friend Lucas Hazlitt, very funny actor, writer, comedian. Um, you know, you've seen him in uh, uh, fucking, I don't know. He's been in a ton of shit. I don't care. You Just Google him, you assholes. He's, he, he's in the business. Anyway, uh, so Lucas is here. I did no prep for this, but uh, <laughs> I want to give you a little bit on Frank Reich and why we chose to do him on this episode. I say we, of course. I mean me. I chose Frank Reich because he's the architect of the greatest comeback in NFL postseason history. And that was on Wild Card weekend. So I thought, hey, we just finished up wildcard weekend. When I interviewed Lucas, the Rams-Cardinals games had not happened. We made a prediction for the Rams-Cardinals. It didn't come out good for me. But congratulations to... Uh, to the Rams moving on that's the last game now we're gonna be into the divisional excited about that we talk a lot of football on this podcast and a lot of other stuff too Lucas has been a friend of mine for a while so you guys definitely hang on for that but Frank Wright let's do this dude let's do this dude some uh some justice okay first thing I think the best thing he's done in his career we can all agree is not committing to Carson Wentz for a second season way to go Frank, I wish the Eagles had had the same foresight you had, my friend. Jeez, what what a surprise that didn't work out. Oh, what, Carson choked against the Jags? No, you're kidding. Hey, worked out great for Eagles fans, huh? And all of us that were saying all along, this Carson thing's not going to work. Vindicated. I could sing the Dashboard song. Vindicated. I am selfish. I am wrong. I am right. Highlight on the I am right part. You can all go back and review. Uh, How many episodes of the show are there now? Like 30? Something like that. I I, I, I think I devote about 20 minutes every episode to Nick Foles and Carson Wentz. This episode's no different. Frank Reich, way to go, buddy. Obviously, Reich, back up to Jim Kelly. You know? Great quarterback. You know, we I think anybody listening to this podcast knows what he did against the Oilers. We'll get into that a little bit in the interview with Lucas, but that comeback was sick. Obviously, you know they're down. What was it, thirty eight to three? Come all the way back, win in overtime. Warren Moon. I mean, it's not that was that was a good Oilers team. It really was a good Oilers team. Um, but Frank, uh, let's see, let's see when he's born in Freeport, New York. He uh, went to high school in Pennsylvania. College at Maryland. Go Terps. Drafted by the Bills. He's there for ten years. We know what he does there. I mean, look at his. You look at his NFL career statistics: forty touchdowns, thirty-six picks, passer rating of seventy-two point nine. As a head coach, he's doing all right, though. He's thirty-seven and twenty-eight as a head coach. That's not too bad, but. Yeah, I guess I kind of thought he played more than that. I mean, geez, he was in the league from 85 until 98. So what is that, 14 seasons? That's one hell of a career. He gets credit for that. Starts out with the Bills. He's there for a while. Then he does the one season with the Panthers. And I think, I want to say that Panthers season. kind of want to look that up a little bit because I think what happened was, yeah, that was the expansion year for the Panthers. And, yes, he threw the first touchdown pass in franchise history for Carolina to former Bills player Pete Mezaliers at Memorial Stadium in Clemson. I don't even remember that. Yeah, Bank of America Stadium was still under construction, so they played at Clemson their first season. Wow, that would be a cool video to find. I got to look for that. Panthers had drafted Kerry Collins, but Reich was the starter for the first three games until Collins was was deemed ready to take the starting job. He also shares a record. So he threw the first touchdown pass. He was also sacked nine times in a game (laughs) at Atlanta. Man, with those expansion teams, I mean... Let him start the whole season I mean why even put your franchise Like that's like the David Carr thing right you Remember him with the Texans He got sacked like 60 times one season It was some crazy number he set the record for But you're just like getting pounded I mean the expansion teams are always so bad They got to do something to make that a little more fair I don't know what it is You know I think you got to like uh, Maybe just do like you uh, A random lottery And whoever loses Has to give the expansion team their best player you know, that seems fair. You got a 1-32 in 32 chance, and then if it's you, you know, sorry, Packers, but Aaron Rodgers, he's going to Oklahoma City or whatever <laughs> whatever the next. I wonder what do you think the next team is going to be. If, if the NFL is going to expand, where would they go? Like London. I don't think London, I, but, like, the Jags will move. So I don't know if there's going to be, I mean, eventually there will be an expansion team, but. I mean, what city? I don't know. What what big city doesn't have a football team now that could maybe a Canadian team, like Toronto. Toronto was trying to get the Bills. Remember John Bon Jovi, fucking Benedict Arnold over there, tried to fuck the Bills out of their. <laughs> Bills fans must not sing uh, "Living on a Prayer" when they're uh, <laughs> when they're drunk. How could Bon Jovi do that to you guys? All right, so anyway. Reich was then signed by the New York Jets. This is after the the Panthers. Oh, he started seven games for the Jets. He actually played a lot. It sounds like he played more for the Jets than any other team. Is that true? Yeah, he really did play a lot. And at the end, that's great. In '97, Frank signed with the Detroit Lions, reuniting him with his Maryland coach Bobby Ross. Reich appeared in six games, all in '97, all in relief, and six games in '98, including two starts, and then he retired. Yep. And uh, Bill Polian said that Reich was the greatest backup quarterback in NFL history. Well, not according to the numbers, Bill Polian. I think he just—I think he just liked the guy. Uh, then he then he's a coach, so whatever. The Colts for something, Cardinals for something, Chargers for something. Back when they were in San Diego, he was on Wiz and Hunt's staff. Then he's on the Eagles. We know what he did for those guys. huh? Super Bowl, baby. Redid the offense for Foles. Don't ask me why they didn't just keep it in place. That was a mistake, but not his fault. Anyway, he's out of there after the Super Bowl. Goes to Indy. He's the head coach. Even though they'd fired him as the wide receivers coach seven years before. That's kind of (laughs) interesting. To get fired by a team and then hired as a head coach seven years later. That's like the norm thing when you come back to SNL. I guess the show sucks. (laughs) I'm not funnier. The show has gotten really bad. It had gotten bad. Anyway, good for him. He's had some success with the Colts, and he'll have more once he gets a a real quarterback. That's what I'll say. Head coaching record. Yeah, look at this: ten and six his first season. Seven and nine. Nope. eight and five. Heading the right way. Philip Rivers doesn't come back. He wants Philip Rivers needed to take care of his thirty-eight kids. Yes, <laughs> Philip Rivers has four kids every year with the same woman. I don't know how it happens. She's like the architect of three-month pregnancies. Personal life. What do we got here from uh, from our boy Frank? Very he just He's just a religious dude. He's a motivational speaker. His favorite song is In Christ Alone. He's part of the... What is this? Charlotte Campus of Reformed Theological Seminary in Charlotte where he earned a master of divinity degree. All right. And he has three kids. Well, good for Frank. You know, you, you whatever you need to close your eyes and, and lay your head on your pillow at night and feel like something, it, it, it's all got to mean something. You know, if that's what you need, that's what you need. More power to you. Yeah, who am I to judge? How many of you guys are, are devoutly religious? Call into the show. Let me know. The number here 323 3, 6, 6, The drop during the interview for the rest of the podcast today is going to be a great one. You know it. I know it. Playoffs. Oh, how do you not love that, huh?
1: Playoffs.
0: Jim Morris sticking with us, even in death. Is he dead? Hang on. Let's do a little checking on this. No, not the sun. Give me the old one. Okay, well, click on the son's Wikipedia. It should be like his father. Oh my God, family, early years. This is crazy. Why isn't it showing me? Okay, Jim E. Moore, here we go. Now I found him. Jim Moore, still alive and lives in Glendale, California. Maybe I should try to get Jim Mora on the podcast. (laughs) I'll reach out to the Jim Mora Jr. I'm sure, I don't know, I don't know if Jim Mora Sr. is uh, spending a lot of time on social media. But that would be nice to get Jim Mora on. How old is he? He's 86. I don't think I'm going to get Jim Mora. (laughs) And, and and he's probably so sick of having to answer for playoffs. He, there's no way he's happy about that. There's no way. Anyway, I don't know what else to say, guys. I mean, like I said, I'm going to keep this part pretty quick because, uh, you know, it's late at night and any second now my wife is going to wake up and I'm going to be like, I'm sorry, I'm almost done. But, uh, thanks for everybody who uh, has been listening to the podcast so far. You know, as always, you guys know I appreciate it and, uh. You know, thanks for that. I don't have anything to offer you other than my soul on these things. You know, this is just who I am. Feeling uh, coming out of it, you know. You guys know. Over the break, I think I had a little bit of a. I think I had a bit, a little bit of a, a lull. We'll say emotionally. You know, there was like the, the death of my grandfather, just stuff going on where I'm like just getting down about my career, stuff like that, you know, just normal stuff that happens, especially when you're doing, you know, trying to do what I do, which is like, I've got like a job to support myself and then the job where I'm starting to make money with comedy, but it's like, it's still, still working it, you know, still trying to get where I need to go. And I got to monetize this podcast too. I mean, I've had like two paying ads kind of, but like I need to get ads. I need to get a Patreon page, all that stuff I've been saying I'm going to do forever. So I think this is the, this, you know, in the next couple months, I'm really going to try to get this stuff rolling and, and kind of kick myself up into high gear here and get rolling for the new year. I'm taking walks, taking a lot of walks lately, you know, in the rain. (laughs) No, I'm just walking around my neighborhood, just like getting exercise and like, you get like, uh. You get like a rush when you go walking. When you walk past a tree, there's like science that says it makes you feel better, you know? So I'm just trying to like enjoy myself a little bit more, if that makes sense. You know, take some time for me. Even in my busy schedule, it's worth it. Go on a walk. Go to the gym. Go swimming. Do things that, you know, play basketball on the weekends. So I'm, I'm picking up with that stuff. I, uh, I probably sound depressed right now, but I'm actually not. I'm just like I said, I'm whispering for the sake of my wife. You know, she deserves her sleep. So, uh, you know, with that, I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap up my part. I've I've done my, I've done my due diligence on Frank Reich, and then in the interview, I do some fun stuff with Lucas where we do like a little trivia on Frank Reich's life. We talk uh, just more about backup quarterbacks and uh, like mainly just honestly review. We talk about a whole. Two days of watching football because that's all—that's what we were doing, just watching all the games, and they were all awesome, even the blowouts, even my own Eagles losing. Because it's like you know, all right, it, yes, it'd be great if we won. So what? So then Aaron Wa- Rodgers could kick the shit out of us next week. Like it—it it was never. This was not the year. We weren't that good. I'll say this: the seven seeds did not make a. <laughs> They didn't make a great case that there should be seven seeds, all right? I know it makes the owners more money, but they didn't... Eagles didn't look like they belonged, and the Steelers didn't look like they belong. So, better luck in 2023 proving that's not complete horseshit. But with that, Lucas Zachary Hazlitt is uh, a friend of the show. I highly recommend, if you haven't done it before... Um going back to the first season and listening to my first interview with him because we had a great time. And he's also appeared on the show in bits and stuff like that. He's just, like I said, a, a great friend. If you do want to, like, actually check out his work, you can do that. You've seen him in the show Wrecked. Uh, you've seen him in American Princess. And he's also been in some pretty cool shows, like Two Broke Girls, Life in Pieces. These are, like, shows that this is, like, middle America stuff. You know, none of us liberal douchebags in Hollywood actually watch shows like that, but, like, other people do. (laughs) So he's, like, recognizably on TV, uh, has created some really cool uh, stuff throughout the years. So he's a great person to follow and support. Uh, I think he asked for you to follow him on Instagram, so I'll make sure that that's linked to and all the, um, like I said, all the show notes and stuff like that. But uh, without further ado, enjoy uh, the interview with Lucas. And, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see you on the other side. The top of the cla- Hang on, when I said we'll see you on the other side, that was bad. Because that makes it sound like I'm going to kill myself. I'm not. I promise I'm not depressed. I'm just talking low because I don't want to wake up my wife. But I won't say we'll see you on the other side. I'll say enjoy the interview. Says so, that better? Okay, great. Enjoy the interview. Here we go. At the top of the glass on a row. And it's time to run it up, yeah, you know. Maxed out, put the... slide never see me coming, I'm a lamb. Yeah, I ain't taking orders in command light. Like, yeah, you about to see me under man light. Like, you know under man.
2: If you ain't know, you about to understand. Yeah, I got the team So a few side, days ago, man. uh NFL Network was showing the nineteen eighty-one NFC championship game. Okay, uh known for the catch. Um, and what I noticed when I was watching it, um, I love watching old games, both football, basketball. Rarely baseball But football and basketball I love watching old games And I've noticed something Every other play In the NFC Championship game of 1981 Someone was getting hit so hard And I was just like Oh! (laughs) What? (laughs) Ew! Oh my god Like Helmet to helmet And people were flipping over one another And they were just grabbing and pushing And the blocks were vicious And I was like This This very, I don't know how many people in today's football. Even though they're, you know, the the technology has grown and the the training has been specialized. I don't, I don't know how many of these dudes could have survived back then. Whereas it's a complete opposite for basketball. You watch some of these '80s games, like the even the Lakers and the Celtics in the '80s. You're like, this is so boring. <laughs> how are, what is your shooting form? You look like yeah. an idiot. So, like, yeah. like, I feel like
0: Granny style free throws could have happened in the fifties and people wouldn't have batted an eye. It's like, but I mean, I don't know. Do you ever watch like old Pistons games, like from like, like those the dominant 80s Pistons? Yeah. yeah, of course. I mean, that was a pretty rough. It's brutal, team. but
2: I'm. I guess what I mean then is, if, in terms of the physicality, yes, that that was much more yeah. physical. But you also had guys that couldn't shoot the basketball like a, what we would just go, oh, that's how you shoot a basketball. Yeah, yeah. Whereas today. Like, there are bench warmers who would get in, who could just eat the Pistons up. Now, granted, an elbow from Lambeer ends yeah, that yeah, real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But before you get the elbow, you're just like, I don't think Steph Curry could have handled the physicality back then, but he could outshoot any of a round dribble
0: Isaiah any, Thomas. Look, anybody like, I remember this is an oversimplified way of saying it, but like, people were like, uh, Lamar Odom is Larry Bird. Like what Lamar Odom can do when you if you are a big guy who could shoot, you would have dominated the NBA thirty years ago. But like, I don't know, man. Like, there's guys in the NBA now who can't shoot, like Ben Simmons, and uh, he's found a little. Ben Simmons I, in I, 1981 would be one of the greatest. Yeah, basketball people players people of all would ne- you they never would have mentioned that he can't shoot. No, nope, not it anymore. wouldn't have been important. Yeah, although I did watch like uh uh a little thing on Larry Bird and people were like, nobody understands cause like how many of us really watch Larry Bird highlights, clips, sure. whatever. Uh, nobody understands what a trash talking piece of shit. Larry Bird was. I mean, yeah. he was like the ultimate, like in your head, I almost compare him to, like, uh, what Shannon Sharp was as a tight end. Like, people were like, the dude would not shut the fuck up. Is that true of Shannon yeah, yeah. Sharp? Yeah, Shannon Sharp. I mean, was- he won't
2: shut the fuck up now, yeah, yeah, so true. that
0: makes sense. No, no, he's... Uh, Larry Bird is maybe one of the greatest trash talkers to ever live. That's fair. And that's, he's also- that's a huge part of why he was so good, is he was just in oh. people's... Not only that, but he...
2: Like I mean, this is like now four, like, we're four people removed. So someone told a story, who told a story, who told a story, and then I watched it being told on TV. So now <laughs> I'm going to tell it here. But I mean, the fact that there's a the funny story that was told about him where he literally got angry and said, I can't believe you guys are putting your white guy on
0: me. That's so disrespectful. It's so disrespectful. And, and he I'm like, scored
2: like 40. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, that's the level of, I, I think that we look at Larry Bird wrongly today I think we need to go back and reevaluate that that dude was a fucking hooper like yeah he he would have he'd be dominant
0: today like people there's he's amazing the boy could shoot I mean it's also like he I feel like what you were saying before like people are just softer we're a softer people like you could take any of that like 80s like you know or even early Jordan like mentality and put it in a player now like everybody on the team their own team would probably hate them. Yes. Like, it's not... I, I don't know, man. Like, I know we're supposed to care a lot about everybody's mental health Ugh, in sports. Not, not... And we're supposed not. to think about it all the time. And if you're shitting on a player, you go, I don't really want him to kill himself or anything, but I'm just... It's like, can we just fucking have fun? Like, sometimes, isn't it just okay when if, When you say like, have fun, what do you mean? What I mean is, like, there's a guy on the E I I
2: just want to... For the record, for anyone One's listening who can't see... Eric is so, I, I'm telling you, he's so destined to be the next Rush Limbaugh. The way he is holding this microphone, he's so ready. I'm telling the world, he's oh so God.
0: ready. It's. I love it. Keep keep blackballing me, liberal yeah, yeah, Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, You'll yeah, see yeah. what you get.
2: Dude, you're only one or two uh, jobs that don't go your way from becoming <laughs> Adam Carolla.
0: <laughs> I love Adam Corolla. Look at begins. that. I love Adam it Carolla. Starts, I loved I continue to love Adam Carolla. I tell, this is
2: how truth teller, baby. The, the reality of Hollywood is this: it's it goes back all the way from the from the tens to the twenties and the thirties, all the way to, to today. There are always pairs. It's always you know, uh, uh, Elaine Nichols, Nichols and May, right? Sure. Uh, so it was always Adam Carolla and Jimmy Kimmel were this like the inseparable comedic pair. They were they were the ones. Hollywood has to choose one. They don't take both. They choose one. Yes. And the other person either conforms and, and adapts or they start going on Fox News and they're the funniest Fox News, Fox 5, whatever that show is. He's great on and there. He he's found a, a, a niche, niche. Yeah. A niche. He's found a little niche for himself there, but it's like, that's what happens. And
0: Yeah. They've stayed, and they've stayed friends, which is... Have they? Yes. How is that possible? Because some people can stay friends and disagree on most things. I can't do that. Well, well you're friends with me. We disagree on a lot of we, shit. But we, the things
2: we disagree on are meaningless. I'm we sure we disagree on... We don't on, disagree on... We can find out now. Yeah, you want to go? <laughs> we <can> find, let's, <laughs> let's go down the list. Uh, there, the things we disagree about are like sports and movies and music and... Comedy and all that stuff, which is like, okay, we don't disagree on like fundamental rights. Do you and, think? You know, Ad,
0: do you think Adam Carolla and Jimmy Kimmel really disagree on fundamental rights? Honestly, or is he just like? Honestly, I don't. I don't either. But I think he's I, well. Well, let's hear it. Well, that's what I'm alluding to. I think that between...
2: Oh, no. Look, it's MLK Day, so I get to say a little (laughs) bit of white and black shit. I think that ultimately, (laughs) two white guys who disagree on politics go, well, this really doesn't affect
0: either of us on this level. I think that you... I think that Kimmel's in a place now where, like, he is so tapped into, like... I mean, he hosts everything. everything. It's like it, nothing he says is his thought anymore. It can't be. It can't be.
2: He's a he's a business all onto his yeah, own. He's and, on enterprise. And
0: I think anybody that's not that, if it's if you're talking to like someone who's like in the corporate comedy machine, it's like they just immediately paint you as like the most right wing thing you can be. But if you take time to listen to like Adam Carolla's podcast when he has a comic on, you, I'm like, he's not like that conservative. He's just not like progressive. And I think yeah. there's a lot of people like that who I go like, oh yeah, this guy's like, that guy's really like, I heard he went crazy. And then I listened to him talk and I'm like, no, he's fine. He's who, just, who's an
2: example of someone else that went crazy and, and they're <sighs> let me, fine.
0: Let me think of somebody. Uh, I don't know. Start naming comics from the nineties and all from the nineties. I don't know. Um, Paula Poundstone. <laughs> <laughs> she's still, she's still kicking. Dom Herrera um, Dom Herrera uh, Joe Rogan would be somebody Who when you listen to his podcast Joe Rogan is a liberal Who just is piss Pissy He's a pissed off He just has liberal. A, Which is what So many people are It's like if you ask me What my opinion on like I don't know Fucking homelessness is It's a different opinion If I've had a shitty day
2: yeah, of course. It's also yeah. a different opinion if you just finished dropping acid or did DMT. Like, if, you, <laughs> if you're coming out of a DMT trip, maybe you're gonna say some wild things about vaccines.
0: Just fucking let it rip, yeah. man. I, I fuck, I'm, I'm over it. I, I don't. I think that there's, I don't know. There's. I've had this conversation with a lot of people who would not want to be named. Ooh. But it's like you just. I'm just trying to make a decision of like this podcast is great, and until. They don't let me have a podcast because Who's i'm they who fucking apple the 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 fucking bots in apple that go back and like say oh this COVID got mentioned three times in this oh, episode sure i'm gonna take this i'm gonna take this down well there will be no COVID misinformation on this episode I don't even know what COVID misinformation means. Oh, it You mean be- like things they said a year ago that you couldn't say that are now the CDC is parroting oh, even though they cut people here, off of YouTube for it? Here we is go. Is that what you mean? Here we go. Is that what
2: you mean? No, that's, that's not misinformation. That's past information. Okay. Misinformation would be if you say something that is that you know is not true of what's going on. Like the COVID vaccine does not kill you. There are no nanotech bots in it. Okay. There are people that still say that. But I think it's very fair to say, well, wait a second. That lab was doing gain-of-function research. But
0: you, but you, you acknowledge that if you had just said that sentence one year ago sure. on a podcast, they can take down your podcast, and we're doing that to be. They could
2: absolutely have done that, which to me doesn't make sense, because even then, that's not COVID misinformation. That's COVID question yeah. did this come out of I mean if it came out of uh out of China, the story we were told was that it was some bat that then there was a, what is it called zootropic shift or whatever the thing is or whatever the word
0: is for it uh zoonotic it, it I don't know it starts with a zoo and it you know, nobody on this podcast or listening will care that you' they' correct. Like, isn't this about back of We'll get there, listeners. Guys,
2: we're building a bridge. Just watch or listen. Look, you've heard my episode already. I'm a long winded, rambly cunt. Okay, so we're gonna get to this. Is all gonna make sense. The landing will be stuck. Trust.
0: I have. I did set up something uh, very fun to do oh, on the these, podcast. A little okay, bit later. let's do it. You want to do it now? I don't know. Let's I mean Well, like, do you
2: want to continue talking about COVID. <laughs> misinformation? No, we don't have to keep talking about fucking
0: COVID misinformation. I just think the things that get labeled as COVID misinformation, like that word gets used for 100%. things. 100%. I remember when John Stewart went on Colbert and was like making fun of the lab leak theory. Mm-hmm. And uh, people were like, "Oh, has John Stewart gone off the And it's like fucking No, he hasn't. No. He asked a question. Three, I saw CNN had an article yesterday that was like, oh, turns out uh, obesity is not good for uh, COVID. They just now realized. Yes, that? Yes, they did a fucking article on it like a week ago. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's, dude, it's insane. I, so, I hate corporate I, I media. Hate
2: every time I try to defend... So-called corporate media. They there's always a news article or a headline that just blows it. That makes me go, oh no! That's what's frustrating
0: about having any debate ever. Where you take a side is you can immediately point to thirty-five insane douchebags standing right next to you. Yeah, I know. And go, what about what that guy said that says the same thing you do? And you have to now defend the craziest things that your side says.
2: Perfect analogy for that. A football game. You might be in the stands rooting for the same team but then you look over and you're like oh god these are the fucking people I'm aligning with these are fucking assholes and it's all, losers
0: It's all the same people I mean what 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 more fun could you have like uh if you were married to somebody who loved the team that you hate Is that is that the current situation then No Liz oh, okay, Liz okay. just she came right over to the
2: Eagles. I would imagine the hell Good girl. I, I would, would,
0: would imagine that that would be a very stressful series of no, Sundays. It, it honestly would not be, like, because I'm not, I mean, maybe if I was in my 20s, it would have bothered me, but, like, you get older, and you're like, it's, when the Eagles lose, like, Eagles got their ass kicked. They sure did. They got fucking blown bad. up. Whew, it did not look good. No, it uh, not. Jaylen, also,
2: it didn't. Did you think that they had a chance? Oh no! Yeah, I thought they Not were this year. Not
0: this year. I mean, they don't have Nick Foles.
2: There it is. Let me put it this. You way. get rid of the I'm, Magic Man. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get again. It's MLK Day, but I'm about to say some real stupid shit. Ready? Let's hear it. I hate, hate when a black quarterback sucks. <laughs> I hate it, but you gotta call it. You gotta call it. Just, you gotta call a spade a spade. <laughs> and in this
0: instance, my goodness, Jalen hurts. He, look, he doesn't he's suck. Not good. He, he doesn't suck. I was reading an article that said he's... What does he get paid? He gets like a million five for the next okay. two seasons or something. Total? Yes. No, 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 no. Like per season. Oh, okay. That's his, that's his salary Still or his great, cap hit or whatever. Okay. Um, they just listed the salaries of all the other quarterbacks that made the playoffs mm-hmm. and then all the ones that didn't. I mean, right off the bat, Carson Wentz, the guy that he replaced, yeah. makes $32 million Carson a year. Carson Wentz is
2: trash.
0: Well, we will... Talk about it because, I mean, holy shit. That was like, how vindicating for Eagles fans. Sure. To Where's Nick, by the way? Where is Nick Foles right now? Oh, he's he's being, he's getting ass fucked in Chicago. That's Ooh. what's happening. Let me Ooh, get plane good. Gotta go. Gotta go. <laughs> yeah, good yeah, times. See, um,
2: okay, yeah, everything going on in Chicago with the Bears right now is all
0: no No, Nick Foles went two and five as a starter last year. They benched him, and then they made him the third stringer this year. They brought in Andy Dalton, and then they drafted Justin Fields. Oh,
2: yeah, Nick yeah, Foles yeah. played
0: one game this year. Mm-hmm. It was week 16. What do you think he did? Yeah, he did great. What, but how do you think he did great? What, what, what would Nick... What you make, want a quarterback rating? What would Nick... No, 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 no. What would Nick Foles do? What's a Nick Foles thing to do in a game? Oh, man. I don't know Nick Foles that much. Okay, he won on a fucking two-point conversion oh, oh, with no time left. Well, see, that's what Nick because Foles would Because he's magic. Do. The man...
2: I mean, can we talk about the fact... I know this is where you know old shit, but I just don't understand how if you beat the goat in a Super Bowl. That's why in New York, all those last years that we were there, yeah,
0: you couldn't talk shit about Eli. He no. sucked, but you couldn't talk shit about him. Nope, two. He gave you two chips against the goat, and it's it's that's the thing too with Eagles fans that I don't get. The ones that were like, yeah, but Carson Wentz is more talented. After he won a Super Bowl, I was like, I don't give a I don't shit. Care. Give me the guy that fucking did Yeah, yeah. It. He gets to play until he's dead, yep. for all I'm concerned. I, where's like, his statue? I want He deserves a statue right next he to He did Rocky. get a statue. He got a statue. Mm-hmm.
2: Nick Foles got a
0: statue? Nick Foles, not only did Nick Foles get a statue, Nick Foles got a statue while Carson Wentz was still the quarterback.
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> Philly, y'all are It was mean. insane. It was insane. I've,
0: I've, I've said this on the show before, but I'll say it again for new listeners. That would be like if my wife got a statue of the last guy she was fucking in my kitchen and I had to walk past it every day. <laughs> like throw a sheet over it every time I'm trying to wow. get a sandwich so I don't have to stare in the eyes. And who would that be? What is that statue? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Of whom is that statue? Oh, fuck you. Oh. Uh, thanks for coming on to the show, of Lucas. It's been, it's been a pleasure having you. I <laughs> hope you fucking roll under a bus on the way home. That is, well, you'll be driving me home no. so I, I hope that does not happen. <laughs> well, it looks like you just booked your Uber. Oh boy! You and uh, you and Jalen are making making it harder on yourselves with your performances. Wow, that is to compare me to Jalen Hurts is
2: really not nice. That's
0: all I can say. He played like he played. He like played shit. like shit.
2: And hey, I, I'm, I'm a Niners fan, and I'm I'm not particularly fond of
0: your quarterback. Garoppolo. I hate him. Well, look before we talk about Garoppolo, we will go through all these games one by one. Right, but there is an it. actual quarterback that is featured on this episode. I didn't tell you who it is. You did not tell me. I'm coming in... Coming in cold. Blind, cold, naked, nude. Frank Reich. Frank Reich? Reich? I think it's Reich. I'll keep going. Frank Reich? That kind of... I don't know. That sounds familiar. Do you know who that is? Do you remember the game where the Bills came back from 35 to 3? Against the Houston Oilers? Yes. So Frank Reich was the backup quarterback to Jim Jim Kelly Kelly. That started that game and led the comeback. Oh, for real? Yeah, so he's like— and Wait, wait,
2: so Jim Kelly got benched in that game? No, no,
0: no. So Jim, so the the Bills were playing the Oilers in the last game of the season, and Jim Kelly tore his oh, ACL. Oh, oh. The Oilers beat him. Okay. And then the wild card game was a rematch. It oh. Was, but now the Oilers had to come to Buffalo. Sure. The backup quarterback for the Bills, Frank Reich, is starting. Mm-hmm. They go down 35 to nothing, 35 to three at halftime, and they came back in the second half and Brilliant. won in overtime. Brilliant. Against Warren Moon. Against Warren Moon. Yeah. One of the great, great Canadian football players of all time. Also an African American. MLK Day. (laughs) Also. Or was he a Canadian American? Well, he can still be black and Canadian. Canadian. I
2: meant African Canadian. I don't think he's from Canada. He's not from Canada. Okay. No. I think he. Did I just say Canadian American?
0: It was a weird time there because, like, you could even, like, I mean, there were guys that. Like, Reggie White played in uh, the USFL. Like, I feel like the NFL oh, actually had, like, competition a little bit. Like, guys wouldn't go. Canadian football, definitely, I
2: remember being a little more of a competitive league in terms of its relationship to the NFL than it is now. Like, it never gets talked no.
0: about. No. Now it's like somebody's like, you can come be a scrub on the Dolphins yeah. or start in the Grey Cup, and it's not even a... Is that the their championship? Or it's, their, it's their championship. The Grey cup. cup? It's the Grey Cup. The Canadians. I know. <sighs> Oh boy! All right. So Frank Reich is the yes. quarterback, and so what I did, I'm very proud of, this, I made a little quiz. Oh! So this is the f- and this is the first time we've had bringing the backups trivia. Okay. But I'm gonna debut that with you. I have some questions about Frank Reich. You can oh, just man. if you don't know him, you can give me an educated guess. Sure. But I'll try my best. Are you uh are you up for the challenge? I'm up for the challenge. All right, challenge. We- challenge. Challenge. Here we go. Bringing the backups trivia with Lucas Hazlitt. Hmm. They even have a little bit of music. Hmm. Does this sound like trivia music?
2: No, this sounds like you're... This sounds like I've been diagnosed with cancer, and
0: you're, t- <laughs> you're telling me everything's going to be okay. All right, look, just this is the music for okay. the trivia, okay? Maybe we'll change it next week. Question number one. Frank Reich. Uh, is it Reich? It sounds like I'm well, pronouncing the like the third Reich. That's why I was a little, like... It's probably Frank, Frank Reich. Frank Reich. Frank Reich. Frank Reich. Just, I'm just Oh, saying, how do you spell it? R E I C H. That's right. That's right, that's baby. Right, that's right, baby. Uh, Frank Reich. <laughs> I'm overdoing it. Uh, Frank Reich famously played for the Buffalo Bills from 1985 to 1994, but he also played for three other teams in the NFL. Which of these three teams did he not oh, play for? Okay. A, the Carolina Panthers. Mm-hmm. B, the New York Jets. Mm-hmm. Or C, the Detroit Lions. So which team did he not did play Did he not for? play for? So the
2: Panthers, the, the Jets, Jets, and the, the Lions. Lions. I'm going to say the
0: Detroit Lions. Final answer. That's my final answer. Lucas, that is incorrect. Damn. He, he played the, the, for all three.
2: Oh Well, wait, you... Oh, for 1. Wait, oh, wait, 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 wait. You said which of these teams did he not play for, and I'm supposed to go,
0: oh, he played for all of Let's them. not. Get okay. into the questions. I see what it was we're doing incorrect. here. It was an incorrect answer. Okay. Question number two. In the 1985 draft, Ooh. Frank Reich was selected in the third round with the 57th pick. What college was he drafted from? A, University of Michigan. B, Sam Houston State. C, Virginia Tech. Or D, the University of Georgia. And before you answer, there is... A hint for this if you'd like it mm-hmm. i definitely need the hint okay frank wright once made a video against uh having sex before marriage and i personally found it a little hokey so you're telling me the hokies is who he played for that's the hint so
2: it's not michigan because they're the yeah. wolverines who, who was what was the other one a michigan so it's not B that. sam houston state it's probably that c virginia tech they're wait I'm going to go with Virginia Tech. They're the Hokies,
0: aren't they? Yeah. Well, the, fine, the other option is Georgia. Well, Georgia's the the dog, the, the dogs, Bulldogs. Yeah. So it's...
2: And Sam... I, I, it's either Sam Houston or Virginia Tech. I kind of want to go with i'm torn i fucking don't know what virginia tech take it best, I, your best for, guess. let's go
0: with virginia tech virginia tech final answer yes that is incorrect it was sam houston right? it's actually it? the university of maryland so you're o for two you
2: didn't even say that one wait the Mar- university of maryland aren't they the terrapins they are so you just gave me a false a
0: false hint question three wait a second who's, calling, 0 for, 0 for who's calling
2: the plays in the
0: booth O for two all right question number three true or false you can't fuck with this one true or false Frank Reich is a deeply religious man and his faith has never wavered. True. <laughs> final answer true? Yeah, final answer. Incorrect. Are you fucking kidding you me? You can never truly know someone's heart.
2: Are you, also, by the way, the timing with this music was perfect on that. <laughs> that was fantastic.
0: Okay. okay, last question. This is absolute horseshit. Frank shit. Frank Reich's... German-American father. It's definitely Reich. Yeah, it's right. Reich Reich's German-American father played at Penn State from 1953 to 1955. Mm -hmm. On defense, he played linebacker. But what position did he participate in offensively? A. Center, B. Guard, C. Tackle, or D. Quarterback? He never played on offense. You're lying. No, the answer is A. Center. You know what? This is absolute horseshit. 0 for 4, Lucas, and a a very Jalen like performance here oh, on the first episode. Wow. I mean, I'm also
2: mixed. Isn't Jalen mixed? There's something about when you mix when you mix Negroes and whites,
0: we just sometimes we're good. You oh get boy, Mahomes there's the and, there's the Instagram clip for the show. Yeah, clip this.
2: Here's what miscegenation gets you folks. <laughs> sometimes it gets you Patrick Mahomes. Sometimes it gets you Jalen Hurts. What's the word? Miscegenation. Miscegenation. Yes, it means the
0: mixing of mm. races. MLK. <laughs> <laughs> love MLK. By the way, anybody who's listening to this show right now, if you'd like to uh, call in and leave me a message, ask me a question, you can do that at 323-716-6072. That is the Bring in the Backups hotline, Lucas. Oh. One more time, that number, 323-716-6072. A little bit later in the show, we're going to be listening to some voicemails of people left. From the last show Wow okay yeah, We have six voicemails to I, was, I was wondering If you were uh, Setting me up For like a bit Where I'm supposed To call in In a voice <laughs> And improvise Like
2: hey, Eric who's this <laughs> Negro you got Talking about uh, <laughs> 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 Misagination
0: I don't know. Tune into your yeah, podcast I, I wrote everything That Lucas is saying On the podcast I handed him a script Before he came in Yeah none of this Is, is uh, improvised Or off the top of my head I'm just a really Bad actor It's definitely Frank Reich It's definitely Frank Reich Right, right. But you're saying it like there's a K,
2: and oh, it's right. You're right. You're that's supposed the, to draw it out a little, like right,
0: right. That's the Frank Reich. Reich. But it's Frank, Reich. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, but, but the Frank is ch too. It's the Frank. <laughs> you're right. No, Reich. it's not. No, obviously that would just
2: it's not. be. He should get kicked. The shit <laughs> kicked out of him in class for that. <laughs> too many. You can't have doubled ch's. That's yeah, um, impossible. What? Just like uh, that's like too rough a name. At the end, you could be like Charlie Reich, but you mm-hmm. can't be Frank Reich. It's just like, mm-mm. I can't now that, that
0: you've said it that way, I really do wish that was his name. I, that mean, would be a much better name. Frank
3: Reich?
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, introducing number one, Frank Reich. You know you know what's funny is I didn't, I, in my head, I was going to do the Frank, because there's a part where I go through the Wikipedia page mm. and I talk about the backup. And I usually do that by myself. And then other times I've had the guest here and I'm doing it. And I didn't make up my mind before we started recording whether or not I would do the backup quarterback part with you. Or we could just have a normal interview and I'll do it. I'll do like a pre. What do you mean? Like you just read their Wikipedia? I shit on them a little bit.
2: I think you should do that by yourself. All right. No, i not like I don't want to participate in the shitting on Frank Reich, but I mean I feel like that and that gives you a little bit more control over what you want to
0: say and how you want it. How I want to get through this stuff. Through You're it. right. So so this will just be like a little addendum. We don't have to talk about Frank Reich the whole time. Thank you. I probably should have told you. Yeah, that would have helped. That, that would have I could helped. have
2: done a little bit of research. Like, well, like I don't know. Greg wanna... Geraldo used to do a little bit of pre scripted jokes before he went on uh, Tough Crowd. I know exactly
0: why you know that. Why do you why do I know that? Because I'm a fan of the show, tough crowd. I was, oh, okay. But I'm sorry. Continue. Well, Patrice used to make fun of them of course, all the time.
2: Yes. And Patrice O'Neill, R.I.P., is the arguably goat. the funniest stand up comic of all time.
0: You know who came up with the term the goat? Who? Wasn't that Muhammad Ali? No. Who? Uh,. It was uh, LL Cool J. That's not true.
2: He's got a song called Goat. Dude, but Muhammad they, Ali was saying, I'm the greatest of all time. I'm he the, he was he, saying that prior. He
0: never said goat. I'm sure he said goat. LL Cool J came up with goat.
2: Okay, if you say so. I mean, the man. Don't make does, me. Don't I'm make me saying. tell
0: you about black rappers. But okay. I'm telling you, I he's the guy that came up Look, with it. The man has a gift for um, acronyms and LL
2: Cool J. Like, okay, it, maybe he is a wordsmith in that regard. He yes. sees letters, uh, letters, and puts them together.
0: Lucas, on on Martin Luther King Day, MLK, I would not There you go. I would not. You, you would miss, not. What? I would not misquote. Sure. The you credit not, that you're not
2: spreading uh, Negro misinformation. <laughs> I'll let
0: you say that I'm not gonna I think for the sake of it You should say it as well (laughs) Negro There it is misinformation. Love
2: it. The way he says it. You, all Fox News is just calling. The light the, the switchboard lighting up. Fox News is calling <laughs> in right now. They want to hire Will you. Kane, you're on with <laughs> oh, bringing Kane. the backups. What? How did he go from the <laughs> asshole who filled in for Max <laughs> Kellerman to Fox News he hosts when he, he hosts a, show. a backup for Chris not Chris Tucker for Tucker Carlson.
0: <laughs> Could you have possibly <laughs> Come up with two more disparate per people to confuse. No, I know. <laughs> I, I know Chris
2: Tucker, but Tucker. No, no, no. Tucker Carlson. <laughs> Tucker Carlson. Chris Tucker Carlson you know, is I'm, good before and I'm after glad you believe in a
0: colorblind that. society as well if you can confuse Chris Tucker I'm, and Tucker Carlson. Listen,
2: I'm not confusing the humans. I'm confusing the words because Tucker is the base and I'm trying to call up... Words, not images. Yeah, I definitely did not. Is he the
0: replacement it. for Tucker Carlson? I've just seen he's him. He's like do the backup. Like he's when, the backup. when when Tucker's out, sometimes
2: it's it he gets Will Cain. Will Cain like, in for Tucker um, Carlson. Uh, when Hannity is out, he gets Trey Gowdy. Sometimes fills in for. Okay, I don't know who Trey Gowdy is. He's a former representative, conservative representative. Okay, I know. I watch a lot of Fox News
0: because you gotta know what the fuck their take is, so you can see what
2: your enemy is thinking
0: I watch a lot of Fox News so I can lie awake at night being like, "Oh my god, I agreed with 33% of it. I'm what's happening." You that's know, that's my fear. That's I, I my I think that
2: should be your fear because the truth is not one-sided. It's spherical. You have to get every angle yeah, of yeah. the truth to understand. And sometimes sometimes there are nuggets of truth in what they're saying even though why they're why they've discovered it or why they're pushing that, is
0: suspect. It's the same thing about Alex Jones. It's like he says insane shit, but he's also been right on a couple of things where you're like, well, well, we might not have known about that if he hadn't have said something.
2: Let's but like, not forget, Alex Jones exposed the Bohemian Grove. He was one of the first people to get video yeah, of it. Yeah. But I mean, that's cool. But then if with that information, you then go, they were, you know, they were planning uh, (laughs) to indoctrinate us. You're just like, no, you got to stop. It's just a bunch of politicians that get naked in the woods. Well, that's interesting
0: to me because that will make me feel a little bit better because I always feel like I'm like being like pulled into a vortex of like conservatism. I'm like, am I fucking, I'm getting older. Like that's what they always said. Like you get older, you get more conservative, but like. That is the way you should watch everything is with an open mind to be like, well, that's a good point. I disagree with that. Instead of like, I don't blanket discount anything that I'm watching based on the source because there's always something that you could learn, even if it's coming from a person who has an ulterior motive, there could be whatever. A hundred
2: percent. Yeah, The, The entire goal, I think, of a human person in terms of how they receive information should be... Weighing the source of the information, weighing the delivery of it, getting an understanding of context, getting an understanding of motive, and also just weighing the factuality, the verisimilitude, if you will, of Oof. the of the information you're being given. I mean, again, just so everyone, again, like I've said this to you people out there listening, <laughs> the reason I specifically am... am attuned to this is just because my major was in philosophy so naturally you have to read a bunch of shit that you're just like this is batshit insane but you have to understand that in order to move on to what other the next in line was commenting on
0: and yeah. so yeah i look yeah that's all, all right, great yeah. uh no that was not a that was not a bad rant no it was hardly a
2: rant it was more of a also by the way I am experiencing for the first time in my life the effects of alcohol on memory and recall. I will Ooh, really? absolutely. My brain will just sometimes go. Ah, you're done. You're done. <laughs> this stop. Just stop talking. You're are done. you are you drinking heavily? Heavily is not the right term. The right term is frequently. Routinely. And I would say routinely specifically because Every 4 o'clock, I have a shot, and then a shot an hour later, a shot an hour later, and then I start drinking.
0: Oh, you do that every night?
2: Yeah. Except for nights where I'm doing something else, okay. where I'll just be drinking caffeine.
0: Is there something like soothing about like having it at the same time every night? Like, what's the reason for being on a, a pattern? There's probably
2: a little bit of that. I mean, again, this pattern um, emerged during... The pandemic. So it's like I, I think a lot of people started figuring out little things to have control over because so many of our lives were out yeah, yeah. of our control. Um but it was I think it was just because you know you need to I had to figure out also it's not that crazy considering when I was in New York, you know this every day at five o'clock I would hit the bar. So it's the same technically similar time Yeah, alcoholism. So it is a routine. But I wouldn't say I'm drinking more than I was before. Just more, the effect of it on my brain is more noticeable.
0: Yeah, it sounds like, uh, I don't know, like, do you, that sounds like OCD to me, but I don't really know how to diagnose OCD. But, like, have you ever thought of, like, do you have those types of tendencies? What, like, what, well, OCD. uh, Like, if you don't, like, if you're at home. If, if you I don't you have go, a shot oh, at four, nah, it doesn't ruin my night. No.
2: I okay. don't go huh, huh, I need to no. I'm not compulsive nor You just am I have obsessive. to
0: dangle Greg off the roof and um buy his shoes. I don't think you should be bringing up <laughs> third party people <laughs> on a podcast. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's I'm a sorry. breach of privacy. I, I, I could do a little I could do a little bleep <laughs> let's, over let's, Greg's name. You
2: know, yeah, oh my god. I myself. Work. Greg 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 Greg.
0: Greg, Greg. <laughs> All right, now I really got to No, no,
2: it's, I'm just joking. Um no, I don't believe that I have that. Um in I don't have that as a disorder. But like most people, I have compulsions and I have obsessions, but I wouldn't say that that qualifies as that. I'm more of a Routine guy If I have a routine That I really like I'm like Can we stick to the Fucking routine um, Yeah I, As I would imagine Many Quarterbacks Have
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, So I've got the list Of wild card games Up right now oh, okay oh, And this is okay. from uh, For people who don't know We're recording this On Monday January 17th MLK Day MLK Day uh, The podcast comes out On the 18th So we're not gonna Be able to talk about The Rams Cardinals games That has not happened yet Uh, But did you watch the Raiders-Bengals? Absolutely. Ooh, speaking of that,
2: I just, 30 minutes ago, missed a phone call from my dad, who is a huge Raiders fan. Is he really? Oh, boy. Is that why you're
0: a 49ers fan? Yeah. (laughs)
2: Um, I, uh, he still will tell me how much he hates the fucking Steelers and Franco Harris because that fucking immaculate catch cost him hundreds of dollars. To this day, we'll still bring that up. Yeah. And, and I'm hundreds like, hundreds of dollars, which back, back in 1970, then, some is like a lot of fucking money. Yeah. Especially for a guy living out of his van.
0: Uh it feels weird to me that the Raiders because I, I was actually I, I was at Home Depot today and a lady had a little Raiders pin on. Oh, did she? I guess she was like a Oakland Raiders fan. But now that they're in Vegas, do the Oakland fans like stick with the team? <clears throat> well, I can't speak to for give the, it up?
2: I can't speak for the the provincial Of it all. But I do know that the Raiders fans love the Raiders. They love them when they were in Oakland, LA. They still love them in Vegas. They love the brand, not the the geography. Um, so I think that people still love the team deeply. Um, so they don't care where the team is. Plus, I mean, Vegas is not that far away from LA. It's like for Oakland. I mean, it's a little further away from Oakland. Yeah, um, but it's still within a geographical region that you can still kind of claim ownership on. It's not like they moved to like Seattle, or yeah, it's not to, like
0: Seattle know, going to Oklahoma City or something where you like, are like we are leaving. That. Yeah, leaving. that's brutal. They no. they
2: just went to the next city that needed a, a franchise, and you know, L, uh, you can get to Vegas in an hour and a half by plane. So it's just like, you
0: know. yeah, I don't know. I always have like a weird like it. It sucks. Like there's so much. I mean, Madden died, and like there's so much like history sure. with that franchise sure. and that city, and like the Oakland Raiders. Well, like it, in what city? Because they have just as much history in LA as well. They have more history in Oakland. They well, won their championships in Oakland. They
2: also won a championship in LA. When they they won, with they won, Madden? No, not with Madden. They won in LA in '84. In L.A. with Marcus Allen against the Redskins. That was L.A. They that beat, was the L.A. Raiders. That was the L.A. Raiders. They were Oakland Raiders when they beat the Eagles in 80. You you have a computer. Let's Hang double on. check. Is that true? I think that's
0: true. I, how positive are you on I that? I am
2: 90% positive.
0: I'm, I'm just going to type in L.A. Raiders championship. This is always the best part of the
2: podcast. Yep. 1984, Los Angeles Raiders, Super Bowl champions. Fuck me. But they've won more with o- in Oakland. They won two in Oakland, and they won one in LA.
0: That's crazy that they won one in Los Angeles. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought they went to, I thought they went to LA in the nineties. But I guess I was wrong. I yeah,
2: that's the um, that. I mean, I don't know why this is coming up, but Marcus Allen. I, I don't know if he was the MVP of that game, but he had the a you know, very famous run. And ten years later when OJ Simpson did what he did, there was a, you know, OJ and Marcus Allen were friends and Marcus Allen very clearly had, was having sex with um, Nicole and people were comparing Marcus Allen to being the younger OJ. And so that, You know, we should all be happy that Marcus Allen... I did not know that he
0: was having sex with Nicole Simpson.
2: But, they, you know, they ran... Imagine this. O.J. Simpson was the darling of Los Angeles because he went to USC. And I believe Marcus Allen also went to USC. And also, don't, don't quote me on Heisman, but he also was a good enough player that he was up for it. And then he brings L.A. their Super Bowl... Marcus Allen was getting a lot of heat. And it's like, what does the city of L.A. want more? O.J. and Naked Gun movies in four years or a Super Bowl championship? And it's like, Marcus Allen was the hot shit in the 80s. So I'm sure that that didn't
0: please Mr. Simpson. Wow. So do you think maybe her banging Marcus Allen was like part of the cause? Definitely
2: probably played a little part in it. I wouldn't
0: be shocked if the two of them... Did little fullback,
2: running back, running back, fullback Come action. on, dude. Come on. I can't oh. be gross. I can't be gross. On MLK Day? <laughs>
0: Especially on MLK Day. I don't know. She's, she was murdered. Hey, she <laughs> was. Well, yes, of course she was murdered. There's no, <laughs> no I'm just saying like we speak ill of
2: the dead. I'm not speaking ill of the dead. I'm speaking ill of when she was alive. And also, I'm not speaking ill. Having sex with two f- NFL <laughs> players is not ill. That's, <laughs> that's what hot white
0: women in the <sighs> 80s should that's do. That's what they should do. There's nothing, you're right. There's nothing wrong. I don't know why I said that was my that was my like puritanical like Catholic upbringing. There, putting that oh, onto no. you her. Can, you know, you, you want to whatever get put, language you want. It's you want to get puritanical, put on a NFL, not your Catholic, it's your whiteness. <laughs> you want to get
2: put. Why is it white? Because you,
0: this snow angel. <laughs> it is being, so not being that. run through it, it, no, by two big burly bucks. It is so not that. Oh, it is yeah. so not that. I, I'd be very ha- I, look when I can separate my own childhood from it. I'm very happy. If some lady of any race, creed, religion gets put put on a NFL backfield rotisserie for an hour or oh. two, I'm very happy for sure. it. Sure, but I have to remember that you're. White. I have to re- no, not that I'm white. Ah. I have to remember that I'm Eric. What are those sheets in the do, laundry? Do you ever like evolve on something and then forget that you evolved on it? I need an example.
2: Like you're like well, uh, I evolved on my feelings about oj simpson when i was a kid i was like he ain't do that shit <laughs> he ain't do that but,
0: okay so let's just use your example okay. so you feel but, that yeah, way let's keep it on football let's keep it on football and then uh so now, and then you evolve and you go okay obviously he is guilty yeah he- and then but then you're just having a rough day and you go man he didn't do that shit you just forget that you taught you sure yeah that's what i'm saying yeah sometimes Especially- i forget that i've evolved on people being more promiscuous with sex um, does that make sense? It does. Even just using the phrase "promiscuous with sex" uh-huh. shows you that I used to have an issue with it. Really? Yeah. Can we double- a that, that a little is a ca- bit? yeah that is not a white thing. That's a uh, no. Catholic that's not thing. a white thing. It's a that Catholic is a thing.
2: Dumb thing. I just yeah. I'm, that's sad. It's, ca- it's of course. Yeah, I agree. But the thing that's so weird about it is that, I mean, I get the I guess the idea of of it's the promiscuity, not the sex, that's
0: the problem. Because Catholics are not opposed to sex if it's within the yeah, family. Yeah, it's I think, I think it's mean, like, like within the family like that. You know. I think it's like anytime you have sex where you're not trying to have kids. Oh, that's kinda sure. like that's the um, rule. that's kind of that, the
2: rule. That is what there's a I forget the word for that of um see, when the spilling of the spilling of seed that is not for impregnate impregnating yeah woman. there is an actual term it's like ostracism or cell no it's but there's a word for that we can find that later um but yeah catholics have a word for everything the latin, they used <clears throat> latin they stretched that motherfucking language out they have a word for every fucking thing
0: yeah yeah no, it's a it's a it's an interesting religion. Uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, the Raiders Bengals game that's what got us oh started my God. on that. Yeah,
2: see, that's my personal apology to your <laughs> listeners. Uh, I get a word. Me and
0: Eric are gonna go all the way to Catholicism. I was like, I, was like, I knew I asked something about football. Yes, it was Raiders Bengals game. I thought Burrow played. Yo, that kid's the truth. He's great. He's a am- he is
2: amazing. He's great. I'm I'm he came out like not the exact same year, but there's a it's him. Uh, a, a little earlier than him, across town or across the state is uh, uh, Cleveland.
0: Uh, yeah, Baker. Uh,
2: Baker. So it's like there is that kind of thing that we get to experience when we were kids. We saw it with uh, Peyton Manning and whatnot. But like the big name that comes out of out of college, and they immediately get put—they're a starter. Yeah, like yeah. they just get thrown in, and some people they succeed. Most. Are miserable. They fail. It's like the game is so much faster, and and it's yeah. like you know. So in the way that um, Baker Mayfield has kind of, even though the motherfucker keeps getting commercials,
0: my goodness, he I mean he's killing that game. What, Joe Burrow
2: ain't in a single commercial, and this motherfucker Baker
0: Mayfield's in all the commercials. Baker Mayfield is, I think, a he's little charming. more charming. He's a little more likable, so and much I think he knows how to. I think Baker play Mayfield that, needs good. to
2: see the tea leaves and realize that he is. There's a lot of impatient people out there who want to see in Cleveland what Cincinnati is seeing Joe Burrow do this year. Yeah. They want that for him. They would rather him not be in all those fucking. What is it? Uh, what's that commercial he's always state in? Farm? Is it state? It's like an insurance commercial. Yeah, yeah. They would rather you be getting the job done. I mean, you you had. I know we got to get to the game. Yeah. But yeah. I'm just like if you're if you have three. Dope receivers who all by name scare the shit out of people, and you can't fucking figure that out.
0: We're talking about OBJ. OBJ. Not, he's not there anymore, though. He's
2: not there. Only he's not there, and the other guy's not there anymore. Uh, Jarvis Landry. Jarvis Landry, and who was the third? They had a third dope third, dude. Yeah. But anyway, if you're a quarterback and you have three names, you got to win.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, I, I, I've I was in Cleveland. I mean, this is going yeah, OBJ's back. OBJ's on the Rams. Yeah, but yeah, but the, but he was last year. Yeah. He was on the Browns. Um, I was in Cleveland a year ago, and people were shitting on Baker. Maybe that they, maybe they've changed their tune now. I should say people outside of Cleveland were shitting on Baker, mm-hmm. but every single Browns fan I talked to was like, "We love him." Okay, we're like, That's I, all that I didn't, I didn't meet a single person. I was in Akron for a week.
2: How were you doing there? I was doing a festival. Oh, cool, cool, cool
0: yeah. Cool. Uh And I did a couple shows in Cleveland, and um. Yeah, every I even asked like a crowd one night. I was like, "Boo, if you don't like Baker," it was literally like nobody. They couldn't process it. Well, what do you mean, boo? I think they. J- I think he went. They went to the playoffs. That is true. And like they hadn't done that. That's for fair. a very long time. That's so fair. That was like enough. I felt like. they lost them. to the Chiefs. Yeah, right. I f- there was a moment. This was last year, wasn't it? When they, they, and they beat. Remember, they beat the Steelers to get in, and yes. that is like it's
2: only been that was last year. And you're hating on him. The dude, he lost to the the team that went to the Super well, Bowl. They also
0: used to give guys like you, like who's a uh, fucking Archie Manning. Yeah, he played on the Saints for like eleven years. They never went to the playoffs once. Sure, he was their starter. How like, I don't get it. Could that, could that happen now? No, no. Even Absolutely like even not. a guy like Stafford in Detroit or something like he, the, the fans were like getting on him and I think he went to one playoff game but it's like everybody just wants shit so fast. Jalen Hurts for all as bad as he played, mm-hmm. he's fucking twenty three years he's old. He's a young kid. He's basically a
2: rookie. Yeah. Okay. He, everyone. He, everyone has to remember. Name any great, the legendary quarterbacks. Montana. F- Montana's first Flutie. year stunk. 79, stunk. Floaty, mm-hmm. You can't just slide that in there. Aikman, first year, 1-15. in 15. Steve Young, first year, was getting his ass killed in Tampa Bay. Sean King. Sean King. The activist the Sean activist, King. Sean. No, there a quarter- there's year, year. a quarterback. He couldn't activate shit <laughs> his first year. There's a
0: quarterback named Sean I King. I don't know who that is. All right. Uh, we got to move. We got, we have seven what, other we, what games. What did we
2: want to talk about about the
0: game? I don't, I don't know. I just fucking pulled oh, them up and now right. I feel like we should talk about them, but we don't have to. Let's, let's try to get this next one done in sure. five seconds or less. Okay. Great. Bills, Patriots. Go. Bills. Bills. Josh all right. Allen. Amazing. Josh Allen. Amazing. That, that dude amazing. is killing it. And I love Stephon Diggs. I love him. Uh, did you see the, uh, the, him fighting with Josh Allen a little bit where he was like, uh, Stephon Diggs was like, play smart. Josh Allen was like, yeah. And he goes, no. He goes no, play smart. But they're boys. That's, they're boys. I love that kind of but, shit. But he's, Stefan Diggs is giving him some good. shit. And uh, Josh Allen goes, I'm going to kick the shit out of you. And then they laugh. And then on the sidelines, they're like, we're all good? Yeah, we're all good. I think that's, that, that's exactly that's, the that's kind of relationship you need to succeed yeah. in the NFL. Bills. What do you think about Mac Jones? Three seconds or less. Um, is Mac Jones the one that in the, had the picture with the cigar and the shirtless, and he's kind of doughy? He, they're trying to they're trying to get Tom Brady two in there. They're like, get a, get me a doughy rookie. Hey, that is fair. We all forget that Tom Brady started off doughy and doofy. Yeah, so they really did. They, Matt Jones just,
2: could do it. I don't know. Could do it. Yeah,
0: he's got a good coach. All right, Eagles Bucks. We got the same thing about that. We talked about it. It was horrible. The Bucks looked great though. They do. Uh, Tom Brady's a sociopath. Um, yeah. Glad the Eagles fought at the end. Make it a little more, you know, make the score look better, but it was it was bad. We we'll talk about your guys, 49ers. Bro,
2: there is absolute. I, I am. I don't know what next week will hold. So who knows what will happen against. Um, I mean, we'll probably lose. It's in Lambo. We're playing against you the Packers. You will be destroyed. Um, historically, though, um, Rodgers sometimes gets a little in his head about the Niners. I don't know what it is. He gets. He's not the best against us, but sometimes. He cuts through our defense like a hot butter knife through Brie. Like he is cheese reference. Through Brie, though.
0: Yeah. But Brie has a very hard exterior.
2: Exactly. And then it cuts through that and gets right through the cream. Why
0: wouldn't you just pick something like Butter that has an easy stroke the whole way?
2: Because the first quarter, Rodgers is going to struggle a little bit. (laughs) But then he's going to figure that shit out. That's what he does to us.
0: This is is the definition of someone being too smart for their own good where you can— Back your way out of that Brie comment. You should have said butter. You knew it. I did say butter knife, So, but, but, but still. You, but you didn't want to say butter twice in the sentence, and that's why you went with Brie. Thank you for deconstructing <laughs> my foibles as a conversationalist.
2: <laughs> He's not wrong, though, folks. But that is, thanks. That is what well, happened. All I'm saying is Shanahan is, the, is such a frustrating coach. He sees something is working, and he'll go away from it. Yes. And then he'll go back to it. It works even better. Yeah. And then he goes away from it. And it's like, we should have, we, first of all, I'm, I was thinking, oh, the Cowboys are going to get us miraculously there. This is all set up for a, you, sometimes you see that in games where you're just like, oh fuck, we're on the, the wrong end of the miracle. It yeah. happens. Um, but thank God the Cowboys are fucking idiots.
0: And so I mean... Dak really fucked up that last play, man. I have I mean, he never played, seen a dumber play in my life. That was pretty bad. Uh, I'm trying to think of a dumber play that I've seen. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I can think of, like... No, it was pretty dumb. It's, I think it was the dumbest
2: playoff play I've ever seen in my life because there we've seen plays of, Leon like... Leon Lett in
0: the Super I would, Bowl. I knew you were going to bring something up like might, that. Might but Leon
2: Lett didn't... That play... Had there was no stakes, like it didn't matter that that, that happened. Yeah, he, he okay. is a lineman. He's never been in that position before where he's going to score a touchdown in the Super Bowl, yeah. and he had no idea that what was it, BB, Bebe? Bebe? What was his name? That little is definitely not Bebe. but it was BB. It he's got a name like <laughs> it's that. Bebe. So, so BB is like maybe the fastest white. Receiver in the history he's, of the game. He's no Tim
0: Dwight, who he's, was very fast oh, for the okay. Falcons in the nineties. Oh,
2: See, they had a couple, yeah, yeah. And so that was a boneheaded play. It wasn't stupid. This was stupid. The game is on the line. You need to understand. You have no time. This was Chris Weber esque. Yeah, That's yeah. How that. dumb this was. This was a Chris Weber esque play. This will haunt. I feel I think like Chris. I feel like cop.
0: Chris Weber's play. It's bad, but he just forgot how many timeouts they had. Like that's not to me. That's like that's a that's a mental last, But it's not like you don't understand. You, know you don't understand. That's a good point. A good this point. is like an I don't understand the game. He. Make, I'll give you one. Well, let
2: me just say, let me. Okay. I just want to yes and that real quick. Yeah. You're 100 percent right. Chris Weber calling timeout at that exact moment was the right thing to do if you had a timeout. Of course, Dak Prescott doing what Dak Prescott did in that situation is never the right thing to do you with five eight seconds left you never run it up the gut when they're giving you that because that's what they want you to do (laughs) you want to get
0: out of bounds but also but also you don't you hand the ball to the ref like the thing is if if that's if that's your play you're like hey they're not even defending it let's pick up 10 yards it doesn't have to be a hail mary sure i can get behind that if you know that as soon as you're down You hand the ball to the ref, line up, spike it with two seconds left. Sure. But how do you call that play and not understand what the rule is? I mean, I remember when uh, McNabb, uh, the Eagles tied the Bengals one year. And at the end of the game, McNabb was like, I didn't realize that you could tie. And you were like, dude, you're in the NFL. You didn't know that if nobody scores in overtime, the game ends. Oh. Like you thought it went to like another court. That's crazy to me. That is crazy.
2: But like and he But that's in, not a dumb play. It's that's just that's like a dumb, dumb guy. guy who didn't know the rules of the game yeah. he's playing. Dak is a Deshaun, smart
0: guy making a really dumb decision. Yeah, it was a dumb decision. I Here's the thing. I I don't even think the decision's that dumb. I can get behind the the decision to run. It's not knowing what happens after you're down. I, agreed. It's not knowing that the Rep, that you don't get to just finish a play and, and hand the ball again. to your center yeah. and then he chooses it's like we're not playing in our fucking backyard exactly. the ref cho- and you saw the ref move the ball back yes. a half yard and that was, was the like second they just, needed to yeah, spike you it you
2: don't get to place the ball if the players got to place the ball where they exactly. wanted it'd be first downs no, for it was, everyone
0: it, it was dumb it was dumb it was the, I don't, they, I don't, it's not like they would have for sure won the game if they had gotten the strike. Sure, that's also true. Yeah. They would have, I mean, Garoppolo let him back in. I mean, oh we could talk God. about that forever. I, can't talk, I don't even want to talk about him, especially because the, in the post game,
2: he looked so happy, right? And was talking as if like they won the game. The Niners did not win that game, they didn't lose it. Mm-hmm. And to have a quarterback who is, I mean, look, all good looks and, you know, swarthy, handsome mediterranean aside, he's a Nimrod. He's an idiot on the field, and he proved that as an athlete, he's an idiot off the field. If that were Tom Brady, Tom Brady wouldn't be smiling and being like, well, we did, got it done. He'd be like, this was an embarrassing win, and we're going to come out and make sure we don't fuck up like this again.
0: Yeah. I knew a guy from Israel named Nimrod. Oh, that is some
2: people's... I mean, that's a real... It's a real name. It's a
0: real name that got co-opted by... by Green uh, Day? By Did a, Green
2: Day do that? No, 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 no. They definitely didn't help. But that word Nimrod... It, it's like if someone calls you a Benedict Arnold. And it's yeah. like, that's a guy, but his actions became a synonymous with the name. And so if you want to call someone a traitor,
0: you call him a Benedict Arnold. How long... Uh... Until Adolf comes back. Because I don't mind Adolf as a German name. I mean, Adolf, Adolf?
2: should not be as um, stigmatized as it is.
0: Hitler, sorry, Hitler, that, that's H- gone. Hitler can't come Hitler back. Hitler can never come back. Can Mussolini come back?
2: Mussolini can
0: come back. Maybe as like a because, dish. Oh like, my oh, God. Yo, yo, a nice yo, yo, big yo, thing of Mussolini. yo, Mussolini. Yeah, and <laughs> that,
2: then I would not taste I, too I bad. would. I would love if Mussolini came back. I would love then if Edie Falco, because I just binged The Sopranos, I would love then to hear her abbreviate it like she did. She always used to say on The Sopranos, oh, you want this managot? It's like, just say managotty. Just say managotty. <laughs> managotty. Everything was always, you want this managot? You want this gobble It's like, just say the thing. So she would be like, you want some of this moozooloo? And you're just like, oh. <laughs> it's stylized. It, it's stylized. They're making,
0: they're making a choice. Do you think Mal can come back? I'm not just talking about the politics in California. Mal Do you can think come Mal? back.
2: Yes. Did you just <laughs> claim that Governor Newsom is a dictatorial commie?
0: All right, let's go to the Steelers sure. and the Steelers Chiefs and the Chiefs. Chiefs
2: just did what they do. Smashed them. Not a great way to end a career for Ben. For Ben,
0: but uh, you know, hmm. uh, Har- Ben Roethlisberger, great quarterback. Not good quarterback. He was a great. He's great. In his in his prime, one Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers has one Super Bowl. You can't just base it on that. He if was. You've bested. Roethlisbr- Roethlisberger was a great quarterback. He, he wasn't great with the ladies. No, he, he raped them. Yes, that's what, That's the better way to put it. Yeah, he raped them. Anyway, Chiefs move forward, and then uh, what? Let, let's do this. Let's take a little prediction. Oh, for the Cardinals Rams. D- do you, d- you don't have any music for the predictions. I do have some music. Are you ready let's for get it? It's prediction music. All right. Let me get some prediction music here. You don't have to fill this space up. You can edit this. No, no, no. I want to I, I want to have some prediction music. Prediction music. Are you ready? Okay.
2: Okay, so one chord. Here we go. Okay. This is the exact same music as the trivia
0: music. So let's hear your prediction this for what the- game just going to make the music louder. <laughs> okay. For what game? No, I don't know. Just pick the pick the uh, Rams Cardinals.
2: Oh, you're doing a prediction for this? I think the Rams will win. You got a score? Mm, I think it's it'd probably be a high scoring game. The if the if the Rams, you can't beat the Cardinals in a low scoring affair. The Cardinals are just too high octane. Yeah, yeah. So, I think it'll probably be 31 to 27.
0: 31 to 27. Uh You said high octane. You said high octane. Mm -hmm. It was a very like elevated way of speech. I was impressed by it. Okay.
2: High octane is just a stupid way of saying it's gasoline that, Increases rocket thrust. I don't know. I just no 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 Hi,
0: no. The word high octane is fine. Mm-hmm. I, I say high octane, but I say high octane. Like I I don't go up. You said high octane. Oh, I said high. It was, octane. The, it was the way you said well, it. Well, I'm
2: a pretentious faggot, so that's why. <laughs> I, I get what you're getting at. Look, okay.
0: I like analyzing people's speech patterns. I'm gonna I think go that's smart. By the way, I'm gonna pick the Cardinals in an upset here. Is, is that technically an upset it's if that, the Cardinals it's win? It's got to be an upset. It's in L.A. Oh, yeah. Oh, And the Cardinals, I think they lost four of their last yo, five. If the Rams lose their last four?
2: in L.A. when the Super Bowl is in SoFi Stadium,
0: that's a big oopsie. There has never been a team never. that has played in yep. the stadium of their, of their own stadium true. in the Super Bowl. That's true. Um, I, I'm going to go Rams. Or excuse me. Uh, I'm going to go Cardinals in an okay. upset. And I, I love, I said before, I love Kyler Murray. He's great. So, I would say. I just see Aaron, Aaron Donald putting that
2: ass on him real tight.
0: I'm going to go 3127 Cardinals. Oh, okay. How about that? Huh? So there's a little symmetry. A little inversion. All right, and I'll put that down in my show notes later so that mm. it can be easily referenced for people. They want to come back, see who Hopefully was Hopefully, right. some of those uh, voicemails we get later. you get Oh, your fuck, next I forgot guest. about the voicemails. God damn it. Just trying to keep it moving. Let's. <laughs>
2: You're like, game starts in five minutes, you son of a bitch. We don't have to see the beginning. I don't need to see who the the, the lame vocalist they trot out to sing the national anthem for the regional game. I don't need that. It'll be somebody good. Get I mean, it is good. L.A., so they should be able to get somebody good, but come on. That's always someone. I think
0: they give Fergie a shot again. Let her Yo, redeem herself. Oh, my God. Because she, she's a great singer. She, no, she's not. She's never been a good have singer. Have you heard London Bridge? I you Play it. I, I don't know it I by can't, name. I can't play it on the okay, podcast. I, I think I can. Oh, that's fair. You can't, I can't play, it play it on the podcast. podcast. Yeah. I think it, I think we can sing it for five seconds. I don't know anything about it. I don't know it by you name. You know that song. Which How song? come every time you come around my London? L- that song. Well, just
2: like London Bridge, I hope that song falls. She should sing. <laughs> she,
0: <laughs> she should sing. The Star Spangled Banner to the tune of London Bridge. Sure. I think that it would, would be, be a lot
2: better than when she tried to sing it with the arrangement that Whitney Houston used. By the way,
0: she didn't sing it. Wait, did she really sing it with the, the... arrangement?
2: Not the, just the, the arrangement of how Whitney sang it, meaning like the chords that she changed. The okay. National anthem. Not, she didn't sing it with Whitney's backtrack. She didn't sing, the, use the music of it. Yeah. You do realize, first of all, just a little side note uh, every July 4th for like four or five years at the People's Improv Theater, um, there would be an Independence Day improv festival for all the so called indie teams, which just means teams that are not specifically affiliated with the house teams at any of the, the theaters. And the team that we were on, um, we would always play Whitney Houston's national anthem. And to this day, not only is that still obviously my favorite rendition of the anthem, I actually sometimes just listen to it because I've come to appreciate what the arranger did in changing the national anthem. It's yeah. one of the greatest works of arrangement I've ever heard in my life. So
0: it's, it's a truly great uh performance. It is. Obviously, it's like Whitney at her prime and it's just you, you can always tell it's like the effortlessness of great singers in those moments. It's the F I think great people make Hard
2: things look effortless. You know what
0: I was watching? Uh, I got uh, Liz, my wife, mm-hmm. for any brand new listeners, um, to watch Randall Cunningham highlights. Okay. And she was watching them, and she was like, it's so effortless the way he just runs past people, the way he glides sure. through tacklers. And that's the best word for it. It's like when you watch people that make... Michael Vick used to make it look that way, too. Where like He doesn't even look like he's running at full speed. Yeah. And he's just... Circling people uh, With that I do want to get into These voicemails uh, And you know this, this can be a little Jumping off point here For the last you know 5-10 minutes Of Great. the podcast Where we can uh, Answer hey, but, some But
2: before you get into that I just want you to know You make podcasting Look effortless
0: Do I really? I feel like it looks Can we just have a moment okay, Of where sorry, I said um, something nice And you accepted it Say it again on. Say it again All right. And I'll, I will accept it Hey Eric Before what's you What's up Lucas
2: on, Let's try it one more time
0: Okay Hey Eric what is it lucas
2: before you move on to your next segment i just want you to know you make podcasting look effortless playoffs <laughs> you have a soundboard. i had that ready I'm to distracted. go distracted <laughs> now i want to know what are the other sounds that you have
1: Playoffs.
0: every it. every show i have one okay. uh, little thing that i queue up and playoffs so was mine that's for the best show. uh um, i forget that coach's name but he was on the colts jim mora, mora. jim mora my God, one of the great press conference meltdowns of all time. He's got so many. There's I so. He's it. got a couple. Uh, Dennis Green had some great ones he too. Had,
2: what, what is his? He was like the same like, team we
0: ever <laughs> You want to crown him? You crown their <laughs> <our> ass. <laughs> um, he had a good one. The Mike Gundy from Oklahoma State. He's the one that was like. You talk to me. Yeah. I'm a man. These I'm 40. <laughs> I'm 40 is, is a great so one. That, that that will eventually, if this podcast goes four years and I turn 40 on this sure. podcast, that'll be I love it. for a day. I love it. Um, Mike Singletary had a good one when he uh, he benched Vernon Davis. Okay. This was the 49ers. Sure, of course. When he was like... Uh, can't play with players who don't want to play. Can't do it. Can't do it. That was a good one.
2: I mean, those are. Oh, I love it. When I'd coaches. rather
0: play with ten guys. Get a penalty every time. <laughs> do we got to do something else? Can't do it. It's a great. He's got a great one. That's amazing. Uh, no, I I love watching people because it's like here's the thing. Like you need anger in football. Did you you we've seen heat? We ever yeah, watch heat together? Wait.
2: The Robert De Niro, Al Pacino movie. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a line, oh, I'm so in, there, there's there's line I'm in there. There's a line in there where sure
0: I showed you that movie. Showed me that. It's a pretty famous. I don't think you showed it to me. When did you see that movie for the first time? Cradled in your arms as you as you stroked my head, saying, "This is a great movie." That's right. It's a movie. You might have introduced me to the movie.
2: Well, that's what I mean.
0: You made it sound like I wouldn't have known about No, heat. no, 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 no.
2: I'm saying I think that not only have I seen Heat, I think we've watched the movie together.
0: We have watched it together, but I, I'm actually now remembering that I did watch it in college. And I didn't okay, know you in college. Sure. Um, but there's a line in Heat where he's talking with his wife. I can't do a Pacino, but he's like, uh, well, you want me to tell girlfriend. you about uh, a baby in a microwave, huh? <laughs> you know what I do with my uh, my angst? I keep it right here. I need it. Keeps me sharp Keeps me sharp right here <laughs> That's what football is
2: Wait I agree <laughs> We're so funny You're talking about football With Al Pacino And you're not using Any given Sunday You're using, using heat, heat Which is fine yeah. But yeah. The best line in heat With Al Pacino I just love doing it When he's talking to um, I know which one, Yeah when he goes She's got
0: a great ass. Great ass. great ass
2: great ass
0: What's great about it Is he <laughs> looks like He was gonna say big And then he changes he his mind He absolutely did that Yeah Absolutely I like a great ass. <laughs> he is so unhinged I'm sorry. in that movie. Something about when I think of a woman's ass, <laughs> I just lose something. Uh, you can be working with, oh with Sergeant God. Slaughter over here. What with Sergeant Slaughter? That's not him. Uh heat's so great because it's just like Al Pacino's just they're just like, do whatever. Yeah. It's like this it feels like the direction that Jim Carrey got in Pet Detective. Okay. Where like every time he goes, was that too much? The director's like more, more, more. Yeah, more. Just Tom keep going. Tom Shadyac
2: was the director of that.
0: I would not have known that, but whoever he was, I guess he was Tom Shadyac. All right, look, let's uh, let's get into these voicemails, and yes. uh, we're not going to do the. Oh, I forgot. I still had that music playing. Oh, Hey, let me just X out of that. I have real. I have a real intro for the. Uh, oh, do you? Yeah. Bring in the backups voicemail. Who is this? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I talked over my own I love intro. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's get to our first voicemail here. I'm excited for this. These are
2: actual people who've actually called your podcast and left an actual voicemail. This is not a bit. These are not characters you've doing. You're doing this. Is these are actual people.
0: Yeah. Let's we'll go. Listen to it right now. Okay.
1: That was a joke about not liking me. Hi, I'm um, Brandy. Um, I, I uh, have a um, virtual, I provide virtual ha- how-to suggestions on uh, Instagram Live and Instagram. And I have a, um, I'd like to record an episode about me telling people what to do with leftover sauces in their fridge, those small containers of sauces that you get from takeout or delivery. I have about 70 small containers of hot sauce and soy sauce and dressings, and I wanna help people know how to do with them. Um, if you could tell me then I can record it. Okay. Thanks.
0: Okay. Well, Brandy, thanks for calling into the show. Uh, I record my podcast with a roadcaster pro. So highly recommend that for recording your podcast. And, uh, other than that, uh, yeah, you know, getting people sauces, you want to make sure you keep those organized. I respect that work. So wish you the best of luck. And, uh, yeah, thanks for being a fan. Do I want to go to the next call? Uh,
2: well, uh, I think that uh, Brandy is. Does she want to do a? She wants to do a podcast about helping people figure out what to do with their leftover sauces, or does she herself have a surefire recipe for how to use leftover sauce? Like, what is it that her ask was? I think
0: she wants to record an episode of this podcast. No, on Instagram Live, she wants to record an episode. Okay telling people what to do with their leftover sauces. Why doesn't she just do
2: that? Why is she calling your podcast to tell, to ask? She wants
0: advice? I think she just wants advice on making an episode about sauces. Here's the
2: here's the absolute best advice anyone will ever give you, and this is not a joke. Make it. That's just, great. Just go make
0: that. Go make it. Brandy, do you hear that? That's straight from Lucas uh, Hazlitt. That's for uh, Brandy. Yeah, yeah. She gave me her last name here. It's Brandy Schmieder. Actually, left us that message.
2: Don't we know a Schmieder?
0: <laughs> You're gonna remember who that is in five seconds after we stop recording. So let's
2: go. Wait, to- We know Brandy Schmieder, or we know a Schmieder. <laughs> I'm so I'm shocked. It's all right. Do we know Brandy Schmieder?
0: Let's go to the second voice. Oh my no. god,
2: these are this is a bit. We'll is talk it, these are a little bit. Later. These are not bits. Oh okay. So Brandy Schmieder, who we know, called in. <laughs>
0: Granny is a real person. Uh, let's get to our second uh, voicemail.
1: Hello, Mr. Hellwig. This is your buddy, Matt Freed. I am leaving a message to ask you about Indianapolis Colts quarterback, Carson Wentz. Seems like that when the Philadelphia Eagles, our Philadelphia Eagles, traded up to go get Wentz, it was a bit of a gamble, but it paid off in 2017 with a Super Bowl title. Of course, in the intervening years since, Seems like he's kind of fallen off of the cliff. I think he's toasted, but I'm curious to know what your thoughts are on the podcast. Keep it going, bro. Love you. Bye.
0: Thank you, Matt, for calling in. Yeah, I do think Wentz is uh, fucking dunzo. From whence he came, may he return. Does <laughs> that mean he goes back to fucking North Dakota or wherever he's from? I, look, I, I don't I, – fuck Carson Wentz. Damn. Okay? As a person. Not as Wait, the player. hold on. Ready? Hold on. Pack the car, son, and go from Wentz, UK. <laughs> what? What more do you need to know? Get rid of Wentz. Bring in Foles into Indianapolis. Let Foles be your bridge quarterback and draft somebody. There it is. Boom. Frank it's Reich before and Frank Reich, who's probably listening to the podcast. I'm sure. I hope he is. He better be. Uh, yeah, he worked with Carson Wentz during the Eagles Super Bowl run. Frank Reich did or Nick Fra- Foles? Frank Reich You're worked kidding. with Nick Foles. No. That's uh, magic. magic. Let's that do it. magic. Go yeah, get Nick.
2: Go get Nick and go get Frank and let him work his Third Reich magic.
0: Third Reich's a charm. Uh, all right, let's go to our next message here. These are real. And we know Brandy Schmiener.
1: Hey, it's Manny from Doritos.
2: This is not a real person. what's
1: up with this whole bringing the backups nonsense? What about bringing the tight ends or bringing
0: the Mm. long receivers? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Manny, thanks for the call. It's not a real person. (laughs) It's a real person. Manny, uh, yeah, I thought about including other position players and bringing the backups or even different sports, but I just went with quarterbacks. You were the one that told me, uh, I think early on, that I should have – different sports you don't remember that conversation i don't remember that conversation
2: i just said that because i f- there's a finite number of backup quarterbacks that i mean I've, i'm giving you the benefit of the doubt that this will go on for at least a couple of years yeah i'm saying at some point you want to fresh and you know want to make it fresh because other sports have backups. backups um but i think that's actually a very valid point of like there are backups to the starting wide receiver. There's a backup to the starting tight end. Your your podcast is not called bring in the quarter backups. It's just bring in the backups, no. the backup punter, the backup kicker.
0: You're not wrong about that. Uh, so, yeah, you – sounds like you agree with Manny. I agree that it's something you should consider. I don't necessarily know
2: if that's something – a direction you should change right yeah, let's now. Make,
0: let's make sure I don't quit comedy in the next four months and if uh, – this podcast is still happening. I start to run out of quarterbacks. Sure, it's always an option.
2: Throw it in. Hey, right.
0: our next caller. Here we go.
1: Hey man, first time, long time. Just want to get your opinion on this Super Bowl. What do you think the matchup's going to be? Who do you think's going to win? I'll hang up and listen.
0: All right, didn't leave their name, so I don't know who that was. But uh, Super Bowl matchup. Man, I got mine. I got you. I, go
2: you go first because I don't really Packers Chiefs. Yo, the State Farm Bowl. Yes. This is what it should have been last year. Yes. I wanted a State Farm Bowl. I thought the NFL was trying to make a State Farm Bowl.
0: Look, if it's Rodgers-Mahomes, that is... Ratings bonanza. That's like new Rodgers versus old Rodgers. I've always said Patrick Mahomes is like what Aaron Rodgers was when he was early in his career and maybe even better yeah. So I would love to see those guys in this that that would that, I mean, I'm hoping for that. Mahomes
2: Brady part 2 would not be bad. I mean, Brady, I everyone thought that Mahomes was that the Chiefs were going to just trounce the Buccaneers last year, but the fucking the Buccaneers defense showed up and just fucking gave him the business. But yeah, I think a State Farm Bowl would be dope. Um I think it would be if anyone that remembers the 90s will remember that um Chris Berman always gave his uh Prediction for who would be in the Super Bowl, and for like five straight years, said Niners Bills. It would be nice if there was a Niners Bills once before <laughs> Chris Berman <laughs> shuffles off the mortal coil. But yeah. like, I don't see that happening. But the Bills look good. I see a bit, maybe a Bills Chiefs uh, AFC that game. Yeah, that would be. Dope. Um,
0: I would, I would be happy if the Bengals did anything. I love. I think the Bengals have done what they've done. And that's okay. Who are they playing? Do they play the... Oh, we'll find out. We find out after... No, 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 no. They, no. We know we already. We know.
2: They play the Titans. Aren't the Bengals the lowest seed? Hang
0: on. I got it right here. No, I don't.
2: I think no, the, they play the Titans. They yeah, could fucking beat the Titans. They, they could
0: beat the Titans. The Titans slid Dude, in. yesterday I was trying to remember the playoff teams in the AFC, and I forgot the Titans yeah, are the fucking ones. seed.
2: That's, that's their... The, you're right. You, you know what? I think the Bengals might make it to yeah. the fucking AFC... Wait, very, that's not. That wouldn't be. That a, would be
0: the. That would be the. Oh, so ne- this is. Chief, it's already so Chiefs beats.
2: Bills is already that's happening. What, we were both wrong. Oh, that game is gonna
0: be spectacular. Yes, it is. Oh my god. And I'll I'll take the I'll easily take the Bengals over the Titans. Who who you got to beat? You got to beat Ryan Tannehill. Their yeah. third string running back. They still got that big. He's not in the. He's out. Derrick Henry's out. Oh. I think Bengals. Nobody fact check me on that.
2: Don't fact check. I like hearing that because I, I think. I'm going to root for the Bengals. I love a great underdog story. Bengals, Bengals, Chiefs, I think is your AFC Playoffs. playoff game. Playoff championship.
0: Absolutely. Um, okay, let's go to our next one here. Who do we got? I, like I said, we had six calls. It's is nice. I was, I, that was I, an actually good call, and that seemed real. These are all real calls. I don't That's know why you keep shocking. saying they're not real That's calls. I have, I have fans. Hey,
1: this is Sandy from Greece. Quick question. Why is it called a quarterback? Why isn't it a dime back or a nickel back?
0: Oh, All right. Sandy. Sandy. Sandy from Greece calling in. Oh, God. Thanks for the call, Sandy. Uh, I, I don't know why it's. That's a stupid question. It's Let's not just, a stupid question. Why is it called a quarterback?
2: Well, there's a quarterback, a halfback, and then the running back. The quarterback is one quarter removed from the four people your center, your quarterback, the full, the. The halfback and the fullback.
0: Oh my god. Do you want to just come co-host the podcast? How the no. fuck did you know that?
2: It's it's knowledge. Also, she's wrong. There are nickels and dime packages in the— Yeah, but they're
0: not players that are a that's nickelback. True. Well, or a-
2: technically speaking, they are. that that The linebacker that's floating in the nickel package technically is the nickel linebacker.
0: Can we pause for this for a second and talk about the hate that nickelback gets? I don't really get it. You're it's not going to— Nope, not just, with me. Gen, it's just generic rock. <laughs> Listen. Is, is that different from, like, Journey or Cold— like. Fuck, Were you that? gonna say
2: Coldplay. No, no, no.
0: Well, Co- honestly, yes. Cold- Coldplay is way better than Nickelback. But, okay, not Coldplay is not a good example. I was and trying. Journey to Journey
2: has. Gr- what's the eyes wide open? Is that their big, or is that the other band? What was Nickel? No, the, what was Journey's? Nickelback? Don't
0: stop believing. No, not
2: them. That's Journey. I'm, what's Nickelback's big hit?
0: Never made it as a
2: wise man. That compares to Journey. Couldn't cut it even. as a
0: poor man stealing. Ugh.
2: Who sings? It's just our, music. That's Creed. Creed. Nickelback's music is they are, I agree with you in that they are no worse than any other bad corporate rock band where it's like oh you're you're playing three
0: chords it's ugh. but here's the thing they're not like a boy band they weren't put together That's true. by some like they that is their artistic ability okay. and and it and a, somebody went yeah that that won't ever Hurt us, and then they made them big, and that's fine. Like, to me, I'm like, if people like it, there's a merit to it in some way. Like, I don't have to hate on Nickelback. I, I love this that you've just said because I've come around
2: instantly because I try very hard in the comedy space to not hate on successful comics who I find unfunny. Yeah. I hate the audiences who like them. Because if the,
0: you really went a different way I, than I thought, I definitely as a way meaner I, ending. I know, exactly, and it gives me more people <laughs> to hate.
2: I say anybody uh, who wants to do their art, their music, their comedy, whatever, that is beautiful. You're an artist. This is how you feel. Great, and the audience should hear your art and go ugh. And you just do your art for your sake, and yeah. the audience punishes you by not liking it but when the audience loves what you do and then corporations go let's put them let's have Nickelback do the song from Spider-Man 2 or whatever it was that's when I go too much this is why people hate them because they're just they're not awful they're just bland they make bland uh, inoffensive music that you know anything that anything that Fox would feel comfortable playing as a musical interlude between you know Hannity and Tucker. That's the kind of music they play. Oh, My God! I, well, that's who they are.
0: Listen, it's uh, that kind of bl- you, banal. Ugh. You use your hate like Pacino uses his anger. That is the you nicest should, thing anyone should, has ever said. You should said to give me. the give the. Oh, uh, keep it right here. You see, that's keep not it, keep, what you said. Keeps me sharp.
2: My hate does keep me sharp, but I'm also not a cop who experiences babies in microwaves. So. My hate is really low level hatred. Yeah. I just hate things that aren't good. Mm-hmm. And I hate when people like things that aren't good. It, yeah, you're getting uh, mad
0: at me for defending Jimmy G in text the other day. It's like, well, Jesus Christ, you just won a playoff game. Can I get a but second? We, again,
2: we didn't win a
0: playoff Can game. Can I get we a second? We didn't lose. All right. Well, we're getting into semantics here. Semantics uh, change. We, uh, we have two. S- oh, I hate when people say We have, people. have two
2: more. <laughs> Okay. We have two more two here. Two more, f-
0: definitely real. Wink. These wink, are all. These are all real. There's no wink. Okay. I don't know why you keep saying that.
1: Hey, uh, you gotta take the car into Jiffy Loop. Okay. Love you. Bye.
0: So that was your wife. That was yeah. So Liz, I think Liz has entered the bringing the backups hotline number for my number, and she's leaving me. This is two weeks in a row. She's left me a chore to do. So I will get that cleaned up. Sorry about that, guys. That was not a proper call. Um, but, this but let's last, talk about it. Why don't you get the car
2: changed? Did you I take did. Take,
0: the, I, I did take the credit. Good. Lube. Good. Yeah. And you got it changed? Uh, yeah, whatever. I just got the fluids or whatever. And you know, I don't drive, so they I don't were know like, no "You gotta idea. get this windshield fixed." And I was like, uh-huh. just "Yeah, put, peeled out." Yeah, the windshield. You know, if it collapses, it collapses. This is gonna be our last call for the day. Okay. Another real one. So okay. you know, don't give me shit. I won't give you any shit for this.
1: Eric, point. it's me, Van Diesel. How are you? I got a question. None
0: of you these have
3: man. been real haven't happen. <laughs> Don't talk over like
0: Vin. 10 second car. And you could only pick one to race. What wide receiver
1: would you say is your 10 second car? Me personally, I like Cooper's Cubs. Because he's my favorite team of the Los Angeles Rams. And you know I only take my life 10 seconds at a time. One last day. I never knocked on nobody!
0: Have a great day. Love the show. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for calling in, Vin. I uh, appreciate it. Vin's been on the show twice now. He called in in the first season. He, I don't know what to say. People like the show. Um, who Who's your best receiver? Who's the best receiver uh, in the league? Is that what the question
2: was? A 10-second car <laughs>
0: versus a receiver in a Answer race? Answer
2: Vin's question. What's the actual question from Vin Diesel, the, Vin, who didn't once Vin, mention family, by Vin, the way, which – it seems to be his calling card.
0: I got to talk to Vin next yeah, time. call Vin
2: up and be like, Vin, you're blowing it. You didn't even say the key word that people are waiting for you to say. Family.
0: Um,
2: I don't knock on nobody. What is that? Is that from one of the movies? I don't know.
0: On... I don't know. Dude, I can't
2: with those movies. First of all, that's the only series in the history of films where like one is decent, two sucks, three is a different movie altogether, four is garbage, Fives, whatever. Then six is amazing. Seven's even better. And then eight, you're like, okay. Nine, you're like, this needs to stop. And then you're like, this has
0: gone too far. Are
2: they in space yet? Are they actually racing? <laughs> well, you, you in say space? you can't with
0: the sh- with them anymore, but you sound like you've seen all the movies. I've seen zero. <sighs> I'm not going to lie. Furious movies. I
2: have seen more of them than I've seen the Harry Potter movies. Let's put it that. Okay.
0: Way. That's not true, though. That is true. We watched. All the Harry Potter movies in one- No, we did not. No, we did not. Are you never. I have never
2: seen Goblet of Fire, and I've never seen- um, I think that's the only one I've never seen. We did not do that. Lucas. We
0: did not do that. Do you remember when we did it? No, because we didn't do that. Oh, my God. There was a hurricane in New York City. Okay. We were at the pit, and we literally put on from beginning to end every single Harry Potter movie. I fell asleep. You must have, because I didn't. Um, I don't remember that. I
2: remember during that period of time. I believe we watched The Dark Knight. We did watch that. I we remember watched that. Louis. We
0: watched Louis. I
2: remember the, that, that Joan Rivers
0: episode. Dang. Now
2: I remember. I don't remember. We watching watched every all of single. The, I don't know how
0: you don't remember. Like the, I the. don't remember nine hours of Harry Potter we watched. I don't remember. Also, had the final movie come out by that point? No. I remember, we watched part one. I think though it did, but we 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 watched part one. And then it was over, and we went to somebody's apartment and watched part two. All right, let me put it this way. it was Massimo.
2: I have... Jeez, I don't remember that at all. I have... never. I Let me rephrase what I said then to just be more clear. I've seen more Fast and the Furious movies in the movie theater... Okay. ...than I've seen of the Harry Potter series.
0: Uh, let's... We didn't answer Vin's question. He wanted I to not
2: I don't even know what the fucking the question, question was. The question
0: was... You got, <laughs> it's a pretty clear question. He's saying, if you can pick one race car receiver... What would you say your 10-second car receiver is?
2: Does that mean, is he just asking who I think is the fastest receiver in the game? He he
0: thinks he likes Cooper's Cups. Just give me one receiver that you like in the league.
2: I think that, okay, I'll give you the receiver, but I'll play along with his language. I don't think that, I think Cooper Cup is a good car if you're looking for something that can go long distance and make the play. Right, But I need a um, an uh, all-terrain utility vehicle that can get through up, down, left, right,
0: and f- always finds the right path. Debo fucking Samuel. I was about to say that. I was literally going to say the same thing. That dude was on my fantasy team. And I would look at – I'd be like – Wait, he had 80 yards rushing? He's he just does everything. So good. I feel like if they put him at quarterback, they'd be just as uh, good as they are now. In
2: the game against the Rams, he threw a fucking touchdown yes. when
0: Jimmy didn't. Dude, he's he's an incredible player. He he's went to, so good. Went to South Carolina. Okay. I'm a big Gamecocks fan, so that also makes me like him. You kind of stole mine. I, but since you said Debo, I'll pick, uh, I'll pick somebody else. I like uh, Justin Jefferson in Minnesota. You know him. I don't really know him that He's well. He's pretty. I don't know, I don't know
2: good. the smaller market teams that well because who gives a not, fuck. Well, it's not so much who gives a fuck, but like throughout the series, the season, I watch Red Zone. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, the you really only get to watch teams that are good because yeah, they're dude, constantly I, in the. Red I was cone. I was
0: watching Red Zone, and I'm like, man, they spend a lot of time on the Bills. Get a lot of Bills highlights. Yeah. And you don't see – like, they really focus in on, like, three games. And it's like – I don't know. I love small market teams. I mean, the NFL, everything's so corporate. It's like nothing's really a small market team. Oh, but wait a team, second. But, it's,
2: not the, it's not about whether the market is – they're not focusing on the bills because somehow Buffalo is a large market. It's because Buffalo's always in the red zone. They're always making – no, I'm dead serious. No, but dude, They're d-
0: such an offensive juggernaut. I'm telling you, man, they also have to, like – Sometimes two teams are in the red zone at the same time and they, they have to make box a choice. It.
2: They double box it. That's his thing. He goes, no. we now go to the double box. And sometimes I he must goes have the not been,
0: I must have not been watching red zone. I think I was watching game day.
2: You're probably watching game I'm day. I'm watching game day. Red on- zone is, is that white guy who sits at a desk and he's literally, you're just looking at eight games And he's sending you to every different game when there's something going on in that game. I gotta
0: get. Maybe I don't have red zone. Then
2: it's an additional.
0: I don't have red zone. Yeah, I was. I was confusing it with game day. Man, do I run a fucking football podcast? All right, look. That's just
2: let everybody before we move on. Let the record show a cocksucker. Like me, a homosexual <laughs> faggot cocksucker knows more about the game of football and how to watch it than your distinguished, esteemed host. And this is coming from years of him challenging my knowledge on sports.
0: Bring in the backup's voicemail. Who is this? All right, well, that's <laughs> the...
2: <laughs> what an amazing end to a segment. I uh, love that button, actually. It's pretty That's fun. pretty funny.
1: Playoffs.
0: <laughs> the best part of <laughs> the best part of the podcast so it's far has been buttons. pressing little buttons. Yeah, but it's the best part of radio is the buttons. I do like the I do like the uh, I do like the buttons. A I lot. mean,
2: we live in a culture now. We what we call them is what we call them are memes that get passed around on TikTok. Those are that's just button culture. It's just Insta button of like. There's that, Have you heard that song on TikTok where someone made a song out of all the like. Um, basically those funny memes where it's like, uh, the whole gimmick is how long can you listen to the song without laughing? Okay. Have you heard that? No. You should, we could do that off air, but you should watch that because it's just the same song over and over. Um, it's hilarious, but it plays like little button things of like, Our table! And just, like, little things like that where you're just like, oh, my God,
0: this is Insta button culture. Memes are so funny. They're so funny. And, like, we've... uh, My new job, I, like... I work this sales job that's remote, so we're just G-chatting all day, Slack, whatever. So it's nothing but memes. Yeah. Like, there's... People get a sale, and you're like, what funny meme can I post to try to make people giggle and get, like, a ha-ha or an LOL? But it's fucking hilarious. And, like, I really never done that like i didn't send them in my phone i had to have somebody show me how to find them in my phone sure. very my recently phone? yeah there you go the little go. yeah the little button i was yep. like it's kind of hidden though you have to like it's, click you got, over once one you,
2: once you know where it is it just becomes like oh this, it, this is just for between us to talk about how phones affect you yeah put up your hand bring your thumb to the other side of your like that all right now do it with your other hand okay Did you see that yeah now watch my left hand, which is the hand that uses my phone. Oh. Look at that. I, I this is an invol like that. It's an involuntary. It's all warped because I'm always on my phone. Wow. Yeah.
0: Yep. To uh, anybody who, this is not a a video podcast, so just so people could know what Lucas was doing, he was giving the white power okay symbol there. Yeah. That's the hand, that's the shape his hand takes. It was
2: all a ruse to just really show Eric that I too am with him. We're (laughs) we're going to Fox (laughs) News together. And then after that, we're going to Newsmax. Oh my God. First, what is it? One Nation, First Republic? What's the fucking (laughs) other, the worse?
0: On One Fox America, News? no,
2: the the worst network.
0: Oh, it's uh, like a, I always forget. It's like uh, OAN. OAN, um, One America News. I only I yeah. only know it because uh, uh, the guy Mike Gundy that I referenced before got in trouble for wearing an OAN shirt. Oh no, <laughs> that's the court. The the coach from I'm uh, a man. I'm a man. I'm, 40. I'm
2: Don't I'm, make fun of my kids. Make fun of me. OSU had a great year this year, by Did the way. They? they didn't make it to the national championship.
0: They didn't. Well, they lost. They lost to Baylor. Baylor's a good team.
2: Baylor, Baylor. Well, Baylor came out of nowhere last year in basketball. My goodness, those boys whooped
0: on Gonzaga. I feel like isn't Baylor where they had the uh, Waco? Yeah. Yep.
2: Is that did that affect their recruiting? No, because I don't think that any of
0: the players who had anything to do with white ass David Koresh Waco. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying like being the being known for that. You don't think that affects people wanting to come there? Do you want my actual theory as to why
2: they were so good um, last year? Why? I think that the... Now, this could be off-base. I don't think it is. But I think that the pandemic forced a lot of kids that would have gone elsewhere to stay in Texas. And so you had homegrown, big Texas boys because that Baylor team was big. Those looked like football dudes playing basketball. And they... Just outmanned Gonzaga. Gonzaga's so pretty. They had that one guy and he was like cute.
0: Oh, the, the guy with the the light
2: skinned black guy or whatever is that. I can't think of his name. I can't think of his name either, but he's you know he's a good player. He's a great player. He's a great player actually. He's in the NBA now. He's on the magic, I think. But like that sweetness had nothing on that just dark chocolate. <laughs> just like they was just dunking and it was it was like the end of Hoosiers if, <laughs> if the
0: end of Hoosiers was real. That's what it felt like. I've I've tried to watch Hoosiers. I think it's like one of the most boring it's movies. It's so boring. It's it's not and like they're like, Oh, have you seen the Nets scene? The scene with the nets where he measures oh, the n- garbage. And I'm like now look here, it's
2: ten feet for us. It's ten
0: feet for them. Yeah, and they but, but coach, they be jumping thirteen feet. Listen, there's there's something to be said for like an understated speech that is motivating. Mm-hmm. Okay? Sure. Like we watched I watched Rudy with Liz and very we went on the podcast, she trashed the movie, she hated it. But um, she didn't hate on Charles S. Dutton though. Is that the black guy? Do you have a button for a screech in a car crash? <laughs> <laughs> is he the black guy? Yes, Charles S. Dutton. I don't fucking know who Charles S. Dutton is. Is he in other stuff that I would know? Alien Three. I've never seen Alien Three. Rock. Not the Rock, but the show Rock on Fox. Are you gonna name any anything that's well known in culture? No, I have not heard of the show Rock. Um, Alien Three is in Oz. The
2: Prison Show, Oz. I got
0: through two episodes of Oz. I know you wanted me to watch it. Um,
2: I gotta be honest with you. Charles S. Dutton did not break out into movies the same way that I think he should.
0: I mean, I'll I'll say this. If I saw him in something else, I would think I would go, that's the guy from Rudy. Yes. I think that's clearly his biggest thing. I mean, it's a huge movie. I think
2: Rudy is probably his most famous mainstream work.
0: The point of what I was saying was... Uh Liz uh did not hate on Charles S. Dutton. Good. But she hated on the entire movie. Fine. Um, but I love the speech in Rudy. Whose speech? The coach before the oh, game where okay. he's like, This is our house. Oh, sure. No one comes in our house, and pushes us around. Alright, let's get out there. That's yeah. great. To me, it's a great speech.
2: Also, uh, your Notre Dame at the time when Notre Dame was Demolishing schools, yeah, so like you don't even need a speech, right you really do just need to be like, guys, we're notre Dame, <laughs> like we you know what we do,
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, do you think a game think, starts in five minutes let's go,
2: yeah, do you think Nick saban gives big speeches some games, or do you think he just goes, all right, guys, we have a game today, uh, see you on the field
0: <laughs> like no, you ever have you ever watched like uh uh, that's I, I've talked about this a shit ton on the podcast but when you watch like college football from shitty conferences mm-hmm. it's the best because they're trying everything yeah, to get people sure, pumped up sure the coach is like I want you to fucking kill someone like if you're talking like Conference USA you know y- University of Louisiana Monroe versus uh, Coastal Carolina Ooh. and both teams are four and seven those are great sure those are great halftime speeches sure Okay. Like they, Like they they do crazy shit. Like literally, Coastal Carolina, they jump through tables like it's wrestling, and they do like moves on each other. I'm not even fucking around.
2: Why would they do that?
0: Because they you have to do something to make people want to not go to any other school. Oh, I see. I mean, if you're if you're competing with like, you know, I don't know, whatever the other big state schools are where you are. If you're in Louisiana, where LSU, are the athletes going? Sure. LSU. Sure. Yeah, what was the other, I don't even remember what the other example I used was. Coastal Carolina. since South, South Carolina, so like Clemson. Sure. USC.
2: Clemson's a weird one because some years they're right there, and then other years they're not even ranked.
0: Well, this year they were bad, but they've okay. been good. They've been okay. good before that.
2: It's just funny how in college football sometimes there's like a weird series of years where you're like, like Georgia is good. Georgia's now. good. Now. They've been, but like, re- remember when we were growing up? Nebraska used to just dominate yes. everybody, and now it's yes. like, well, no one's even seen a Nebraska game in years. No,
0: yeah, teams fall off. Miami, remember Same Miami? Thing. Miami and FSU
2: used to just steamroll teams. USC now they're kind of like a joke.
0: FSU lost to uh, Jacksonville State, which is like Ooh. not even like a, it's not even like a D one school. It's like Ooh. a D one AA school. Uh, they lost on a Hail Mary, and it was like Jacksonville, even like they spelled it like Jacks, the letter Nville. Like, it's like sometimes college teams, you know, they do something mm-hmm. and they become like people are talking about this team now, but it's like the people that run the team weren't ready for it. Sure. Like, they don't even have like a logo. Ugh. It's like, like the water boy where they just have the brown helmet <laughs> like, <laughs> there's an there's an element to like the amateurness of college football that I really like because you can see you go on their Twitter and like it. Eastern Michigan has like fifteen, hundred people following their football, Twitter, and then you know, Alabama has 10 million whatever sure, I wouldn't go that far, but something it's high. It's got some crazy. Your energy has dropped. It looks like we gotta wrap this. And my show energy up. hasn't
2: dropped. My I I'm getting whenever I sit too long without my booze. That's what's happening. As I'm itching for a little <laughs>
0: spritz. Uh, I feel you. So uh, also edit that out. What, what, that my energy's low. We don't want you don't want to put that in. Your energy's low. You No,
2: edit it out. That you're saying. Well, you look like your energy's low. No,
0: this is people love this. this okay, is, this, this they want
2: some behind the scenes thing. I'm not even wearing any pants.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, we have one more message from okay. Vin Diesel before Wait, we, we got get another out. message. No, from no, me. not really. Good lord, uh, Lucas, tell people where they can find you. Uh, plug anything you've got Jesus going Christ. on. You know, um,
2: look if you if you want to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram at Lucas Zachary hazlett nobody follows me i deleted all my posts recently
0: <laughs> i <laughs> wait a second the last time i was on you were here i was feel like i was telling you to get an instagram and I've then I, had, and no. then i and then you started posting stuff yeah, i
2: started posting music but then my laptop got stolen and all it's gone so i just was like look i'm not where i like i hate when you go on other people's instagrams and you see that they post a video of them doing something stupid and it's got 80,000 f- Views and likes Or whatever And their viewers They're following Nothing I do Hits So I'm just not even Concerned with my followers Anymore It doesn't mean anything I'll be concerned About my followers If I sell a show And the show gets on And I'm still A loser on Instagram Then I'll like Oh people hate you But now okay. it's like Nobody I don't have anything To offer anybody right now Yeah So fuck my social media Fuck it
0: So say it's just like Email you or something If they like you
2: First of all, if you like me, just follow me on Instagram.
0: <laughs> <laughs> After you say you don't give a shit about
2: it. I don't it. give a shit about it, but it's nice to get followed and have someone say, yeah, that guy's fun. If you, I'll say this. If you don't like me, okay, I'm begging you,
0: DM me. Who, a- who would listen to what's now an hour and 40-minute podcast not liking you? I think who has gotten to this point of the podcast? I don't think like
2: anyone me. has gotten to this point in the podcast because I think they don't like me, and so they
0: won't listen. I'm, I, what have I? I've done nothing but ramble. I mean, we've got six. We've got six people who left messages for the show. So there are some people. Wait, right now, six people have left messages. that I'm saying that we've listened to on the show. Four of those were your friends. They were all real, dude. Four of they those were, were all your friends. Real.
2: One was your wife. And one wasn't even about
0: football. It was about sauce packet <laughs> redistribution. <laughs> Lucas, thank you for coming Always on a the pleasure. show. <laughs> Great having you, buddy. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the show. If you'd like to support us for free, there are many ways to do it. Start by subscribing on whatever platform you're currently listening on. If you're on Apple Podcasts, write a five-star review. And if you're on YouTube, like the video and leave a comment. On erichelwig.com, you can subscribe to the newsletter and click the track button to follow Eric's stand updates and never miss a show when he's in town. To support the podcast financially, visit the merch store via Eric's website. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you on the next show.